Raptors Raptors game night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Why, they sure do. Welcome to Scotiabank Arena. Jim Taddy reporting as the Raptors getting set to take on the Indy Pacers. And, of course, you go back to that 15-game winning streak, and clearly the peak of the mountain during that streak was the back-to-back wins over the Pacers here on February 5th, 119-118, what we affectionately call the press victory. And then on the following Friday, two days later, in Indiana against the Pacers, 115-106. And so this is the fourth and final meeting, and obviously they played earlier in Indiana, and uh, Pacers won that game. But this is a real test for the Raptors, who have come back nicely from their extended break for the All-Star festivities and came back with a win over the Suns right here on Friday night. Very impressive. Uh, they had the lead at the half, 67-43. A good pushback by the Suns in the third quarter, but in the fourth, the Raptors stood tall, and so did Pascal Siakam, who had a very creative double-double, 12 rebounds, and 37 points in the night to lead the Raptors on that particular occasion. Uh, what do we get with the Pacers? Well, this is a team on a two-game winning streak, and that's a little deceptive. They won uh, the first game back after the break against Brooklyn. Going into the break, a very impressive win over Milwaukee, uh, 118-111. And so they had six straight losses, the Pacers did, and, of course, two of those were back-to-back against the Raptors and now have won two. The Raptors, after uh, their skid or their winning streak, actually ended going into the All-Star break with that loss to Brooklyn, come out of it with that 118-101 win over the Phoenix Suns right here at Scotiabank Arena on Friday night. Some other notes to consider for the Raptors. They continue a four-game homestand when they host Indiana tonight. The Raptors have won 12 straight home games against the Pacers. Sunday is the third game between the two teams this month and the fourth and final meeting of the season. Kyle Lowry averaging 26 points in 10 assists in three games against the Pacers this season. With a victory, Toronto would capture the season series with Indiana for the sixth consecutive year since the start of the 2014-15 campaign. The Raptors are 15-5. and five against the Pacers and you remember what's relevant about the 14-15 campaign is at that point when the Raptors were first starting to show and and, uh, enjoy some some great regular season performances and and winning totals at that point a lot of people were wondering could the Raptors actually become what the Pacers were and I think the answer is a resounding yes guy on that particular front now what's at stake tonight well individually for Nick Nurse he sits at 99 and 39 as head coach in the NBA. The only active head coach to record his 100th win in fewer than 140 games is Steve Kerr, who set an NBA record by earning 100 wins in only 117 games as head coach of Golden State. Uh, we're going to go downstairs very shortly. Tonight's game will be called by Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong. They're getting their headsets all set to go. Guys, this is another big moment for the Raptors, isn't it? It is. It is indeed at that, uh, James and uh Jack talked about this on Friday night. You know, the game's over. You wash it off, and you, you get ready for the next one. And Jack hit the nail on the head. This this is about securing a tiebreaker, Jack, because it will be a minefield between seeds three and six. And if the Raptors happen to end up, I mean, they've already – they're struggling for the tiebreaker with Boston. Same with Philly. like Miami. Miami. They've, they've lost, lost the it to Miami. To them, yep. Hey, they're down one to Milwaukee. You, you need to get these games. Well, these are critical because uh, these are within the within the confines of, of the truly competitive teams in your conference. And it's good. As, as, you know, we talked about it, Jonesy. When you talk three, to, three six, four, five, the first round of the East playoffs are going to be brutal. 
Uh, and then when you look at the East semis at East finals, they're going to be incredibly difficult as well, as we know. So it's important, obviously, for the Raptors, if you can be the two seed or in some way, shape, or form, you know, close the gap on Milwaukee. Obviously, Tuesday night is a big game in that regard. But these are games that you got to get. And, uh, you know, if you could go 3-1 and one against Indiana, all three games have been really, really yes. hotly contested. And uh, I'm sure it'll be the same way tonight. And once again, the Raptors without Marcus Gasol, Norm Powell, and then uh, Patrick McCaw still missing with flu-like symptoms. Victor Oladipo not playing tonight for the Pacers. On the other hand, though, it's been interesting when you look at the Pacers. Similar like when Kyrie plays with the Nets, you know, sometimes you add a guy in and out, it affects your chemistry a little bit. The Pacers and Oladipo haven't fully meshed yet. No, they now, He's a great player, and they will. Uh, but you can clearly see in, in Brooklyn that they've played better without Kyrie than with him. Well, this was the team that they had last year. Jack, Pascal Siakam was terrific on Friday night against uh, the Phoenix Suns. How much more of this do you want to see? Let's face it, he's going to be the guy with the ball in his hands going down the stretch. It's going to be a new thing for him come playoff time. It's all about the refinement now, and Nick Nurse giving him touches to to learn how to do this coming home. Well, you know, he's had 28 games this year, uh, Jonesy. You know, pretty much half the Raptor games, 50% of them, where he scored 20 or more points. And uh, needless to say, they've won 25 out of 28. So the fact that when he gets north of 20, they're really good. So uh, to me, he's a, a... a major piece of the puzzle because he is the one guy in your roster that when you consider how deep defend people defend him he sees that second defender a lot yes he does and therefore the quality of shots the other four guys get get better and he is getting better jonesy at making the reads out of double teams to make teammates better so nick nurse says it all the time when the second defender comes in your lap, you've, you've done, done your, your job. job. Yeah. And he's getting better at that. At the same time, he has to be super aggressive as a scorer, and he's shooting the ball with confidence on the perimeter. Nick went with a short bench the other night, Jack. Uh, do you expect to see more of that or just happenstance as to the way the, yeah, the you know, game you're happened right. to go? That was very interesting. I mean, basically went Because we know guys. he loves to tinker. He's like a mad scientist yeah. throwing combinations out there. I think there. a lot of it's matchups. Yeah. I think tonight a guy like, you know, uh, a guy like... Uh, excuse me, Matt Thomas Matt for the Thomas, Raptors. Yeah. When you look at maybe a T.J. McConnell or Doug McDermott, maybe this is a kind of game that he can play in as your ninth guy. Um, I think the other night against Phoenix, some of those matchups weren't there. Um, but to me, obviously, if you go with a ninth guy, it's going to be Matt Thomas. And and the reality is, uh, you know, you're playing now second game in three days, coming back from All Star break. How good a condition are you in yet? Have, after having had a week off. So you got to keep an eye on fatigue tonight with that in mind. Jack, OG, we talked about it on our uh, on another venue that he looked like that kid who, you know when you have the exam break at Christmas time <laughs> or you, you got like the, the break when you're forced to be out of the gym and you come back and you suddenly have more jump in your step? OG looked like that on Friday. What, what do you see as the ideal role for him? from an offensive standpoint, slashing, catch and shoot. I mean, you want him to be making plays, but you don't want to be 
have him trying to do stuff he's not capable of. Jonesy, doing. I agree with you. I mean, and and you hit the nail on the head. I think if he stays, what did Dwayne Casey used to say? Stay in your lane, Stay in your right? Lane. Yep. And uh, to me, I think when he stays in his lane and plays to his strengths as a cutter, as a finisher at the rim, ball finds him, open three, shoot the ball with confidence uh, and conviction. Uh, defensively, I thought he did an excellent job the other night. Uh, when you look at, at, at the matchups that he had, a very perimeter-oriented team, you know, when you look at a guy like a Kelly Oubre, um, you know, so to me, I, I think he did a really good job of guarding his position uh, and playing with a lot of energy. Uh, I mean, do I expect a guy to get 20 points, 8 rebounds a night? No. But do you want him to be close to double figures yeah. every night? Yeah. yeah, because in this league, Jonesy, that three spot, you got to have some juice. you got to have some offensive firepower there. It's all about how you play on the wing and how you play this game. We'll be ready. With hey, Jonesy, t- by the way, we're on radio tonight. We'll be on TV after the game, but you are looking sharp tonight. I, and, I'm, and, folks, you can't see, see it. Sartorial splendor from Coach Armstrong with the, with the varying shades of mauve and... Notice I didn't call it just light purple. Like exactly. I, I'm in charge. I'm in charge of the the color scheme now. Looking sharp. And Jim, we hope the Raptors will be sharp tonight. Looking for their ninth. And Jim's waving to us. All right, hi Jim. Nine. So even from up there, he thinks we look sharp. No, he's giving us the hurry up, shut right, up, and give a, it back upstairs. There's one finger he's holding up. What is that finger? I can't see from here. It's a family <laughs> show. Nine in a row, Jim. They're going for at the Scotiabank Arena tonight. Thanks a lot. We're going to have some fun with this one. And this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050. Before we break, just a couple of things. You know, you realize how important Kyle Lowry is by watching him play, but the numbers here are impressive. Recorded a career-high fifth straight double-double on Friday night against the Suns, 13 points and 10 assists. Over his last five games, Lowry averaging 17 points, 11 assists, and has 12 double-doubles this season, second most on the team behind Serge Ibaka, who has... 15 and so the raptors would like to continue on they were talking about the standings and this is how how slim the margins are milwaukee obviously leading the east playing 857 ball do you believe it 48 and 8 the raptors next at 41 and 15 seven behind the bucks and a game a game and a half ahead of boston uh and so they were talking about the matchups and so if you're one you play eight which would be orlando and if you're two you play seven which would be Brooklyn for the Raptors, and then it gets tight. Jack was talking about this, 3, 4, 5, 6. So 3 and 6 as it stands right now, Boston and the Pacers, and 4 and 5, Miami and Philadelphia. That is tough sledding, and you heard Nick Nurse earlier in the week say about it's they'd like to finish first or second. You know, they're not, obviously not going to sacrifice uh, you know everybody's health to do it, but they're going to put a, their best man on it and, and try and get it done. It's important to finish as best as you can and uh, make life a little more controllable. I'm not going to say easy because nothing's easy here, but a little more controllable when you get into the playoffs to just to sort of ensure that, that you can go deeper as opposed to uh, getting uh, running into a brick wall in the first round, and we've certainly seen that in the Raptors' past. Uh, so obviously, uh, you know, they, they've uh, tried a lot of different lineups, uh, not trying to empty the barrel on things, but they've been forced into some situations because of injuries where maybe they had to overplay people. So I don't want to get into the load management, but but I don't think they're going to back off in anything here. And then 41-15 and 15 is the best ever Raptors start. So this story just gets better, and we hope to have another chapter with that tonight. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN 1050.ca. Kick out Lowry to Ibaka. Three for the lead. Good! Down the bottom of the well. And who?
complete off the crossover. Who else? Terrence Davis detonates on the rim. They stop Indiana on the last possession. And Serge Ibaka's three ball holds up. Toronto wins a franchise record 12th in a row. And then went on to Indiana two nights later and won their 13th in a row. Back-to-back over the Pacers. That one on February 5th was right here. We were thrilled to bring it to you was the press victory. Uh, Very exciting, both those games. And I know there were two wins after that, but uh, when they won those two against the Pacers, you really had a feeling that this is as good as it gets, and I'm not going to take away from wins number 14 and 15, but they were impressive, to say the least. Out of the 15 wins... Those easily are my two favorites. Time now for the Toronto Area 4 Dealers key matchup. We're going to go with Serge Ibaka against Abonis Sabonis. The Raptors are as hot as it gets, winning 16 to 17 games. Out of those 16 victories, the toughest test for the Raptors was against the Pacers at home. As I said, that was uh, February 5th, where Serge Ibaka had a clutch three to put the Raptors up with less than a minute left in the game. The reason that came down to the wire was because of Sabonis' ability on the offensive glass and generated second-chance points for the Pacers. Ibaka needs to stay alert, be strong on the boards, and stay out of foul trouble so the Raptors have a better chance of winning tonight's game. Just to repeat the injuries, Gasol still out with the hamstring, Norman Powell out with the hand, Dewan Hernandez with the ankle, and Patrick McCaw still battling flu symptoms, and Victor Oladipo with a back problem out for the Pacers. It's an extensive conversation. Here is Nick Nurse pregame. How's Patrick doing? Uh, he's very questionable at the moment. But it hasn't been ruled out yet, quite yet. Nobody else has caught it that you know of? Nope, other than that, we're good. Same, same yeah. 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 That's good. That's, could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. As I always said. We talked to a bunch of guys getting having time off being good for their bodies and helping keep the pressure this time. Have you seen that with Fred? Um, Where do you think he is? He's time? good. Right now he's really good. I think, yeah, possibly. Yeah. I was just trying to think through when, when yeah. he's been out and all that kind of stuff. Um, certainly has had his moments of up and down health-wise that he's played through, you know, some some things and and uh, but he's he's good right now. He's he's fresh and moving good. Yeah, big big deal for him too. To be yeah, all the way through and play hard. And play well, hard. I just think it's you know he's he's super tough. You know, Doug and I think he's got he's one of those guys that has a real high pain tolerance too. So he's going to be able to, or he's going to try to play through some stuff. And and uh, even though it probably affects some things, he'll still go out there and give you as much of a floor game and all that stuff as he can. Um, but he's, he's good right now, so that's, that's good news. Playing well, really looks really looks uh, command out there, comfortable, poised, you know, his, his trademarks. Yeah, that smallish backcourt really hasn't hurt you guys at any level this year, do you think? You're getting exactly what you uh, Yeah, I mean, I think they're, you know, they again, they play a lot bigger. They're able to they're able to wrestle wrestle bigger guys. They rebound really well for their size. They they uh, can kind of guard each position, right? Um, they can both handle. Gives them, I think, time on and off the ball, which which helps them. Yeah, I think I don't I not yet anyway. I can't think of any glaring, you know, real real tough things that we're just like saying, oh, we're just too small back there in the backcourt. I don't I can't recall. From our angle, it seems that Kyle's playing off the ball more often this year than he did last year when he was with Fred. Is that 
Is that my design, or, or and are we seeing the, am I seeing the right thing? Um, yeah, you're, you're probably seeing the right thing. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think it gives, uh, I don't know, I just, you know, handling the ball is, a, is, a, is an energy um, consumer, you know, right? It is. It takes up some energy. So I think it's just, we'll just try to give Kyle his chances to not be in that situation. And then there's times when we, we flip it, and there's times when the matchup says we should flip it, or there's times when, um, I don't know, sometimes in the games it just goes back and forth just because of feel. Yeah, whatever. I can't really, you know, there's 10 reasons it might be, depending on what night it is, but but it's just a lot of times it's feel, and it's really good to be able to kind of combo them. I think we've done that late in the games. You know, we've gone Kyle, Kyle, Fred, Fred, Kyle, Fred, you know, and, and it's it's kind of changed again matchups and changed the look, and we've been able to make the key plays uh, out of them. Kind of strange seeing the same team as, as many times as you've seen Indiana in such a short period of time here. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's uh, it's uh, seems like we've been playing them, you know, quite a bit. Um, Do you pick up more about a team when you when you see them as often as you have? Um, yeah, probably. But I think again, it's been such a weird season, not only for us, I think for both teams. You know, like like. Uh, you know they got they didn't have Warren the last two, and you know we've had a whole we got a whole different team again. You know it's like we've played them four times in a super short span of time period, and it's been one team, another team, and now with you know like like we've almost come at them with three different teams because of who's been in and out. Um, and they they're coming at us with a couple different too, you know. So it's it's um, it always adds a different dimension to it. Um, yeah, I think it would be good to be done with them. They're they're hard to play against. They're very very stingy on defense. They're physical. You know, it's a good team. They 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 uh, fit well together. Great bench. You know, great bench. Um, so uh, we can put them in our rearview mirror here in a few hours. So it'll be good. They've been a, since the All Star break. Actually, since the Milwaukee game before the All Star break, they changed some things about themselves. Like. You see him play a little bit more three-two, uh, not down in ball screens anymore, that sort of thing. Because the slot cuts have been killing all that sort of X's and O stuff. Does that change anything from your end coming into this? Because maybe those previous experiences can put you into some expected things that you. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think. Uh, say this I think um, surprises me a little bit right um, they, they've been the kind of a team that kind of goes out there and you know they're, they're, they say here's how we're going to play you right and they're going to be very very good at doing things the same you know for 48 minutes and they they physical they like you said they're gonna they're gonna you get a side pick and roll they're sending it to the side you know they're gonna do it they're gonna do it they're gonna do it and and most of you know their, their defense speaks for itself i think so that what they do on that end is is driven a lot of their success um and in saying that i just think that you know we've we've talked about this several times uh, here is that offense has changed so radically in the last three four years that it's probably time that some of the defensive stuff needed to try to you know there's just need to probably switch up things a little bit um, so you know I think I think you you uh, experiment a little bit see how your team looks in some of that stuff change rhythm of games uh, gives you a more versatile defense depending on who you're playing on a night Nick you had said in recent days that they've talked about uh, Pascal's role and maybe expanding a little bit after the all-star break can you 
without giving away any secrets. No, what you yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's his role expanding that Usage. much. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm thinking that um, I'm just. Uh, you've probably seen all the stuff he can do. Um, he's certainly our primary scorer. Uh, he's our late game initiator. You know, either, either depending on how we get it to him, and it's just a matter of uh, giving him more and more of those reps. So he gets, again, to making the right reads. I just think that the only thing that gets him better is the continuation of high-volume reps. And, and I think I mentioned this last week is that maybe at the expense of doing what we – instead of just playing or, or making the, the general read for the thing, we may force it through him a little bit So he, to ensure he gets those reps because we're looking long-term to just get him – better as a as a late game playmaker how much you, I mean, he's very good right I'm, I, I just very good but i just think he can never get enough of that stuff and he's just relatively young in that role how much you think being in chicago and around the best of the best helped him mentally if not anything else well it, it could have helped him um i think that that um you know there certainly was that stretch of the game and uh he was one of the primary guys out there and like i said last week he made some great moves and if, if they, you know, he should have shot four more free throws down the stretch there, and he would have really looked like, that, you know, like he was commanding those moments because he made great moves and reads and put the defender in a bad, bad position. And you know, um, so I think uh, he certainly didn't look out of place down there, right? As far as you know, LeBron's going to work at one end, Harden's going to work at one end, Pascal's going to work, and Bead's going to work. You know, he was he was in there as. And keeping that, keeping that thing alive. In, in the second half against Phoenix, they put Aiton on him for a, just a short period. But I mean, we've seen teams yeah. opt to go bigger and maybe sacrifice speed on him versus smaller and keep up with the speed. Does that tell you anything about what opponents are trying to do to him? Like well, that tendency. Well, we you know we saw that in the playoffs yeah. last year, a couple different series, right? We saw it in Philly and Milwaukee, right? Yeah. We hadn't seen it. That all that I think we saw it a little bit early in the year here. We haven't seen it for quite a while, to be honest. I don't think, you know. Um, but uh, you know, I think you're you're taking your choice there, right? You're saying, um, again, depending on who you are and who you're playing, you're saying that we want to take away his rim. You know, we want to size at the rim to defend him. Right? We don't want him posting or we don't want him getting just shooting over the top of us from four feet or five feet or whatever. So we're going to put our size and then you're going to have to give up possibly some some threes or you're going to have to give up some, uh, you know, uh, drives, you know, if you get around the feet, um, whatever. But, yeah, we, it's, it's, it's good. It's another. It's good. You know, we, we, we like it. You know, we like to see them because we're going to see this stuff and it's good to be able for us to kind of go, go through and brush up on some of that stuff. To the best players, the, I mean, talent is obviously very, very important, but how much do you rate or value you know, toughness, intelligence, some of these other qualities? I mean, well, obviously the best yeah, no, all, super, right? super, super high, Michael. I think that, you know, when you look at, look at uh, you know, what, what characteristics do you want to have when you're picking your team or guys that are, you know, I always say that where's their compete level, first of all? I mean, how much do they give up? darn up you know most of the you know when the ball goes are they competitive you know what where is that level so i think that that encompasses the toughness and the mental aspect and some of that stuff so it's it's huge and and that's what i kind of keep saying about our guys they've got us we've got a bunch of guys that got a super high level of competing on which is leads to a lot of our success 
So that is Nick Nurse getting you set for the Indy Pacers. And as I look down on the floor, both teams real close to being set. The key matchup, as I said earlier, Serge Ibaka against Amanda Sabonis. The key matchup was a presentation of Ford. Get 0% purchase financing for up to 60 months on select new 2020 F-150 models. Visit Ford.ca for more details. Again, the injury list, Gasol, Powell, Hernandez, McCaw out. Uh, Oladipo is out for the Pacers. So that just leaves us with the opening tip-off. That is next. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050? The Raptors live here. Welcome back inside Scotiabank Arena. Jim Taddy with you shortly. We'll go downstairs to Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong with their accounts and descriptions of tonight's game, the final meeting of the regular season between the Pacers and the Raptors. And, of course, the Raptors have the 2-1 series lead thanks to those back-to-back early February wins. Very impressive. They were 119-118 here on a Wednesday night, uh, two nights later on a Friday, uh, off on the road to Indiana, 115-106, the Raptors winning there. Of note, on the out-of-town scoreboard, uh, this game has 3.04 left in the fourth. And the Lakers are hosting the Celtics. The Lakers have a 105-103 lead as we speak. And as we speak, it's tied at 105. That's how fast things happen in today's world. Before the sentence is completed, it changes. I love that. 105-105, Lakers and Celtics. A couple of things at stake here. These are personal records. Uh, Kyle Lowry, one game shy of Mo Pete at 542 for second on the Raptors' all-time games played list. Of course, DeMar DeRozan, the franchise leader, at 675 appearances in a Raptors uniform. Nick Nurse, if he wins tonight, would go to 139 as head coach in the NBA. And as I said this earlier, I'll repeat it again because it's noteworthy. The only active head coach to record 100 wins in fewer than 140 games is Steve Kerr, who set that NBA record by earning 100 wins in only 117 games. Are you kidding me? as head coach of Golden State. Another note here, Terrence Davis, the second, TD2, one of just two rookies in the NBA who has played all games for their team this season, along with Kobe White of Chicago. The two rookies have played in every game uh, of a season for the Raptors before TD2 has done it, and the season's not done, would be Vince Carter in 98-99. That's a lockout-shortened 50-game season, and Matt Bonner, the Red Rocket, in 04-05. So the Pacers and... Raptors almost set to go. I should tell you that a bit of a tale of the tape. Pacers score, on average, 109.7 per game. They allow 107.4. They usually check in with 26 assists and 42.6 rebounds. The Raptors usually score 113, allow 106.5. Turns of assists, 25.6. Rebounds, 45.3. On the, uh, I guess, greatest hits list for each team, uh, T.J. Warren, uh, the best uh, points per game average for the Pacers at 18.7. Brogdon with 7.3 assists, the best in that department. And shooting percentage, Sabonis at 54%. Uh, in terms of the Raptors, who would that be? Siakam points per game, 23.8. Assists, Kyle Lowry, 7.7. And field goal percentage would be surge at 52.7. So, uh, you know, they are evenly matched. The Pacers will put on a good show. There's no question about that. But the Raptors are known. I think you would agree with this assessment. The, there's many ways, and they would all be positive, that you would describe the Raptors' season. And again, it's the best start in franchise history at 41-15 and 15 after 56 games. The Raptors have won at least 51 games in each of the last four seasons after not reaching 50 wins in any of their first 20 seasons in the NBA. But getting back to the descriptives, one of the many things that you would say about this team is chemistry, there's responding to game situations, there's figuring out solutions. 
with the game on the line. But the one thing they do that is absolutely flawless, not that the others weren't, mind you, but they do take care of their own business. They do make life easier for themselves. You wouldn't have to go that far back in Raptors history, maybe only three years ago, to find those trap games, games that should have been won, that didn't really happen, that would sort of take away from your positive feeling about the team. Last year, you had no problem that way. You saw it was absolutely verified in the four runs to get to the NBA championship and win there. And you've seen it pretty well every night this year that the Raptors have played with that record again at 41-15. and 15. There weren't too many problems along the way, uh, that is for sure. So getting set for the Pacers tonight, another test. It would be great to be able to say at the end of the run uh, that uh, the Raptors had won the season series three games to one. Uh, we'll figure out uh, if that's going to happen or not. Uh, let's go downstairs very shortly. I see Jack now. He's waving at me. As, uh, he's got all hands up, so there's not one figure from Jack this time, even though <laughs> let's go down to Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong, guys. All right, James, and uh, it would be nice for the Raptors to be able to claim the season series, their ninth straight win here in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena. They've been a good home team, but... Jack, as important, they have been a very good road team as well. And they have the road road wins translate. And the playoffs, you know, you think about it. They won the NBA championship last year and won three games in, in Oakland. I mean, that's, Which is remarkable. Yes. And beat them all four times, actually. They played them in Oakland last season. And uh, uh, and it's going to take that again. You're going it, to – it's not – it's never easy as it looks. And uh, – it's tough sledding sometimes, and the Raptors, though, the thing that's been a commendable quality that they have is their ability to grind through possessions and find ways to win games. Well, Armed Forces Night, and it's time to hear the intro for the Pacers. From Texas, the 6'11 center, number 33, is Miles Turner. Out of UCLA, a 6'1 guard, number 3, Aaron Holiday. And from Virginia, a 6'5 guard, number 7, is Malcolm Brogdon. Ladies and gentlemen, the head coach of the Indiana Pacers is Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan does a terrific job with this team, Jack. And I will say this, T.J. Warren is a walking bucket getter. And he drew the highest compliment that a player could give get from assistant coach Bill Baino, who, by the way, is a New York guy and knows a thing or two about basketball, playing at the Rucker and, uh, you know, being a New Yorker. He said, Jonesy, at times he reminds me of a young Bernard King. Yeah, no, he's he's a great get for them. You know, as well, Jonesy, he's in a winning environment now, and he's bought in on the other end of the floor as yes. well. I mean, the knock on him was he was a good offensive player, but you didn't know what you are going to get on the other end. Uh, that's different now. He is a guy that's a sound two-way player, and quite frankly, he's more in tune with what they're doing because he's been with them the entire year, and all the depot is just getting back on track. So uh, I think he's a dangerous factor in this game tonight for Toronto to have to deal with. The Raptors' starting lineup is brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Bring on winter in a Subaru. Hurry in for lease and finance rate from... 0.99% at your local Ontario Subaru dealer. The big video board playing the intro. The lights are down. The pyrotechnics firing. The Raptors getting set to be introduced as they will take on the Pacers for the fourth and final time this year. 
Oh, they've been entertaining, every single one of them. And here comes the man they call Strizzy, Mark Strong, your in-arena host, to bring out the starting lineup for the Toronto Raptors. There are the Toronto Raptors coming in at 41 up and 15 down. Boy, an impressive run for the Raptors. A lot of people didn't see a 50-win season coming for Toronto, and unless there's a complete collapse, we are going to see one, another one here in Toronto. The Raptors getting set to take on the Pacers, and the opening tip-off is mere seconds away. The Raptors opening tip-off is brought to you by the OLG ProLine app. Put your knowledge on the line anytime, anywhere. Download the app today and get way into the game. Mark Ayotte, Scott Tordowski, and Zach Zarba, the officials tonight. The Pacers will wear the bright yellow with the navy blue trim and a little white. Raptors will wear the home white. They get set to take the floor. A lot of juice in the building, Jack. People miss their basketball here at Scotiabank Arena when the All-Star break was on. The Raptors in the midst of the longest home stand of the year right now. Four games, and then a week from today, they run the gauntlet out west with Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, Sacramento, and Utah. And Jonesy, you know, you got a lot of people asking about Tuesday night already about the Milwaukee Bucks, and obviously you cannot look ahead to that. No. Because you got a terrific opponent tonight here in the Indiana Pacers, and one at a time, and again, without Gasol, Powell, and McCaw, it just makes it that much more challenging and that much more difficult to continue to try to be successful. But here we go again tonight. The Raptors undermanned. Let's see how they handle it tonight against a very good opponent here in the Scotiabank Arena in the Indiana Pacers. The Raptors win the tap. That means they'll have the ball to start the fourth quarter as well. They will come front court from left to right. Ibaka up top, drives left far side, goes airborne, kicks to Lowry, right back to Serge, driving layup is up and in. 
Lowry has more assists. That's the 100th assist on an Ibaka field goal this season. Kyle loves to hook up his big men. 2-0 Toronto. Far side, Aaron Holiday into the lane. The floater no good. Rebound Siakam. Raptors bring it front court. Siakam on the run. Gets into the lane. Kick out. Ibaka. Swing to Lowry. Back to Ibaka. Floater on the elbow. No good. Serge runs down the rebound. Puts it back up and in. Serge is 2 of 3. The Raptors lead it 4 nothing. Here comes Aaron Holiday in the lane. Kicks to Sabonis. Far side. Backs in on Ibaka. Sabonis spins to the baseline, puts it up no good, but he had Surge on his back. And the foul will go on Ibaka. Well, Sabonis in the right post that time, Jonesy, and they forced him to take the baseline route to his right hand. Obviously, a guy like Sabonis, the left hand dominant, and that's an understatement, right? you got to really make sure you're sitting on that left hand and make him counter as much as possible. The first time I heard this phrase, Jack, was with a guy that you know. A New York player played for the Johnnies, David Russell. They said David Russell was left-handed. He had two directions, left and extreme left. Yeah, he sure did. And he was a terrific player for Luke Conasek at St. John's. And and, and Domus has, well, two directions, left yeah. and extreme left. Well, there was another guy that was the same way, and that was Walter Berry at St. John's. Yeah. Who was a, Left-hand dominant as well. Sabonis, one of two. 10.50 remaining first quarter. Raptors lead by 3-4-1. With all the all due respect to Paul Pierce, Walter Berry was the first guy that was called the truth because his game player. didn't lie. Ibaka, three. Got it. Surge is cooking early. Down the bottom of the well. 7-1 Raptors. 10.35 to go first quarter. Brogdon to Sabonis. Left side, near wing in front of Nate McMillan. Pacers coming right to left toward the Bay Street end of Scotiabank Arena. Brogdon has it knocked away by Van Vliet. Out of bounds. It'll stay with Indiana. Uh, The play call is there, and Nick Nurse is yelling, coming back. Aaron Holiday inbound. Gets it to Sabonis. Now to Brogdon. Far side. Three in the air. No good. Rebound Ananobi. Van Vliet there with a good challenge. Here comes Toronto front court. Lowry stops. Pull up three. Good, man. 10-1 Toronto. Down the bottom of the well for Lowry. A great start, Jack, for the Raptors. Yeah, coming out firing aggressive here early on. T.J. Warren, corner three, no good. Long rebound, knocked away. Indiana has it. Got a box of bonus out. Holiday three, far side, no good. Rebound Ibaka. 9.50 first quarter. Here comes Toronto. Siakam three. Good. Nate McMillan wants a timeout. Raptors up early. It's 13 to 1. Toronto over their last eight games winning here at Scotiabank Arena. Jack of average 124 and change. Raptors have made three threes to start the game as well. So shoot the ball with confidence. And five or six from the field. And doing a great job. And the Pacers have yet to make a field goal. 9.45 remaining first quarter. The Raptors lead by 12. 13-1. From Scotiabank Arena, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Toronto, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, 
here on the floor with our man Chris Diavero up top, Jim Taddy. And you'll hear from him and Josh Lewenberg at half, Steve Eliopoulos looking after things up there. And Radash Vandy and J.P. Ricciuto back at Raptors Central. 13-1 Toronto, 9.45 to go first quarter, Jack. The Raptors have bolted from the gate. Now they got to handle the, the run that's coming from the paces, right? The reaction. So you got to be dialed in now on the defensive end. Make them call that next time out. Sabonis, far side, right wing. Puts it on the floor, backs in, the double comes. He turns it over, and then he runs it down, turns it over again. It's deflected away, and it's going to be a shot clock violation. The Raptors scramble on defense and force the Pacers into a shot clock violation. What an amazing possession that was by Toronto. The help from Fred Van Vliet in the post and the Raptors just swarming multiple deflections and they forced the turnover. Here comes Indiana. Defensively, they need something. Ananobi in the lane. Gets stopped and the Pacers come the other way. Aaron Holiday to Brogdon, far side. Jack, remind me to tell you a funny story about the Holiday family when we get a chance. Corner three in the air, no good from Aaron Holiday. Here comes Toronto. Making a note, funny story. Pacers having all kinds of issues. Ananobi down low. Raptors swing it. Ibaka for three, no good. Miles Turner with the rebound. Still 13-1 Toronto, 8.40 to go. First quarter. Brogdon works left near side. Knox Van Vliet to the ground on the dribble. They get it to Holiday. Corner three, no good. Long rebound, Ibaka. Here comes Lowry to a trailing Siakam. Drives on Sabonis, floats it up, no good. Rebound, here comes Brogdon. Raptors have missed a couple chances here to increase the lead. Indiana misses a long hit ahead. Siakam brings it back. Van Vliet to Ibaka. Surge fumbles the ball and turns it over. Eight minutes to go, first quarter. 13-1 Toronto. Brogdon in the lane to Warren. Floats it up, no good. Pacers ice cold right now. Here comes Toronto. Lowry coming left to right. 7.45, first quarter. Toronto by 12 at 13-1. Indiana with one more point than me right now in this ballgame. Ibaka lays it in. 15-1 Toronto. Pacers 0 of 8 right now with two turnovers. They trail 15-1. 7-20, first quarter. Holiday down low. Turnaround jumper no good from Turner. Back comes Lowry. Raptors trying to stretch the lead. Pull up three, no good. Sabonis with the rebound. Jack, you're trying to push the lead. Don't you work it and make a team that's struggling work on defense? You try. Brogdon drives, lays it in. Indiana gets its first field goal at the 6.55 mark. First quarter, it's 15-3 Toronto. Sooner or later, they're going to settle down. And shot selection still important in this game, even when you have a big lead. Front court come the Raptors. They move left to right in the white uniforms. Van Vliet trying to find Ibaka. It's kicked by Turner. So it'll stay with Toronto. 14 on the shot clock, 6.38 first quarter. 
Lowry to inbound, near side. Gets it into Van Bleet. On the box, now dribbles it into the corner in front of the Raptor bench, right side, near wing. Fred leans over on the bounce, gets an Ibaka screen, works left. Three in the air, no good. Rebound, here comes Brogdon. Brogdon loves to go to his left, Jonesy. It's a great finisher going to his left. Sabonis to Warren, in the lane, has it knocked away, goes right to Aaron Holiday. shot clock at eight. Holiday lobs it up for Turner, out of bounds, Toronto basketball. Good pressure by the Raptors that time defensively. Van Bleet, Inside on the left side. Van Bleet takes the half-court inbound pass, and the Raptors will work offense in the front court. Siakam, foul line extended, left side far wing, beyond the arc. Works to the baseline, finds Ibaka in the lane for the jam. What a play by Pascal. Saw the second defender coming. Great pass on the left baseline to a cutting Ibaka. 17-3 Toronto. Huge read that time by Siakam. Brogdon in the lane, kick out. Holiday drives into the far corner. Warren three, no good. And they've got Toronto with a push in the back. Even though the shot was missed and they secured the rebound, the Raptors will be called for a foul. No substitutions now by the Pacers. You got Holiday and Lamb in for Sabonis and Holiday. So, uh, so. Couple weeks, story? Yeah, a couple weeks ago, and it'll be disjointed as we bring you the description of the play. Brogdon drives, kicks it into the near corner to Jeremy Lamb. The Yukon Husky drives on Lowry, spins to the baseline, one foot fall away, no Great good. Oh Kyle, goodness. Kyle was wearing him like a cheap suit. Lowry works to the middle, finds Ibaka. Floats it up, no good. Rebound, Lamb, and they say stay here. Oh, a terrific effort by Serge Ibaka. He missed the shot, but he fought for the offensive board. Then he got pulled down defensively. And Kyle Lowry checks out. Terrence Davis checks in for Toronto. And Lowry, one for two, three points, two assists. Very Ra- good defense as well by Lowry. Yeah, Raptor ball near side. They work left to right. Terrence Davis in the lane, jams it down. Curled around the screen. Nobody followed him, and TD took two. Well, they played him for the jump shot, Jonesy, and trailed the screen. And, you know, when they trail you, go Keep right going. over the top of it. And he just read it beautifully. Raptors up 19-3. Timeout, Nate McMillan. Well, Jack, there's that timeout yeah, you were talking you about. Know, you got to stay engaged defensively, and that's the important thing. The Raptors now have made the Pacers call back-to-back timeouts. 4.57 remaining first quarter, and the Raptors playing at a very high level defensively. They lead the Pacers 19-3 here in the first quarter. From Scotiabank Arena, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. 457 first quarter, 19-3. The Toronto Raptors leading the Indiana Pacers as Toronto has put it on them early. Biggest lead is right now at 16. And Jack, Indiana has one more field goal than you and I combined. They are one of 12 right now. Well, you got to try to keep it going, right, and stay engaged defensively. I mean, it's such an important component. It's a good Indiana team. They won their first game 
out of the break on Friday night and then came right into town. So they've been here, practiced here yesterday and been in town since Friday night. And, uh, well, the Pacers have the ball. 57, first quarter. Here we go, Jonesy. Uh, they are wearing the yellow. They're moving right to left toward the Bay Street end of Scotiabank Arena. Jeremy Lamb drives, lays it up, no good. Rebound to Miles Turner. Warren, Brogdon, and Justin Holiday, the other Pacers on the floor. Warren, kick back to Brogdon. Three in the air, no good. Rebound, Terrence Davis. Raptors went zone that possession after the timeout. Davis, Siakam, Ananobi, Ibaka, and Van Vliet. Pascal, oh, puts Brogdon on spin cycle and lays it in. He posts up left side that time and just spun off him. Went over the top of them. Beautiful move that time, Siakam. Raptors up 21-3. Lamb drives, lays it up, no good. Indiana is one of 14. This has got to be approaching a record low for points in a quarter. Keep it going. Be ruthless, right? Killer instinct. That's it. Justin Holiday knocks it out of bounds. Four minutes to go. First quarter. Toronto leading 21-3. Substitution now for the Raptors, Jonesy. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson will check in for OG Ananobi. Ananobi checks out. Two boards and an assist in eight minutes. Coming off a terrific game on Friday night against the Suns, where he's dynamic on the defensive end. Raptors inbound, and they throw it away. Back comes Brogdon. Finds Justin Holiday. Corner three, good. No, just not a good play that time by Pascal Siakam in the inbound. If you have to throw it off the guy's leg. Van Vliet, near side. Crosses over on Warren, into the lane, kick out. Davis, shot fake, drive, floats it up, no good. Rebound, Hollis Jefferson scoops up the loose change and lays it in. When you're going good, Jack, you're going good. Raptors up 23-6. to Brogdon near side, on the bounce, gets it down low, they find the cutter, the layup missed, back comes Davis, on the run to Hollis Jefferson, Rondé lays it down to Ibaka in the lane, can't catch it, and they've got a kick ball on Indiana, it'll be Toronto ball near side right wing, just in front of Nick Nurse. T.J. McConnell checking in. Well, he's a guy that you got to keep out of the lane because yep. he does a great job, particularly on the catch. He's always he's like a he's like a guy that just little shot net. out of a cannon. He's constantly putting pressure on the defense. Warren on the foul. He reaches over the back of Siakam. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because McConnell does something like Ben Simmons. He's amazing when the ball comes to him. He's already Got it and going with it right to the to the rim. So you got to really do a good job containing him because he pressures your defense. Siakam drives into the lane, jump stop, turns back and lays it in. Oh, what a move! Heck of a move to his left and then back to his right. Jack, somewhere your 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 mentor Tom Penders is talking about that jump, jump stop. stop. Oh, a big old jump stop from Pascal in the lane. Sabonis foul down low by you know, Siakam, near work, side, right? left wing. It's know, all about the footwork, Jack. Totally. Good players have great footwork. Any sport, though, right? Amen. Balance is such a big thing. John Wooden used to talk all the time about it. Great ones have balance. Van Vliet checks out. 
And Lowry checks back in. Doug McDermott checks in for the Pacers. Boucher knocking the inbound pass against Sabonis out of bounds. 2.44 first quarter, 25-6 Toronto. Sabonis up top, gets it to Holiday to McConnell, near side, left wing. Down low, Sabonis, up fake, kick out, Lamb, three up top, no good, rebound Toronto. Boucher gets it to Lowry, Raptors coming left to right. Davis, corner three, bucket. Man, the kid is shooting the ball. Down the bottom of the well for TD, takes three. Raptors up 28-6. McConnell drives in the lane, cut off, spins back, blocked by Boucher, wrestles it away from Sabonis. Here comes Toronto. Lowry kicks it to Siakam, tried to get it into the corner to Davis, was knocked away. Raptor ball, but Jack, the Raptors have a 22-point lead, and they are, as you said, going for the throat. Oh, you need to, right? This is a good ball club. Respect your opponent. And I like how they're playing. Their approach has been excellent so far. Siakam on the block against Holiday. Far side, left wing. Backs him down. Into the lane. Finds Hollis Jefferson. Lay it up. No good. Rebound, Jeremy Lamb. An easy bucket. Rondé's got to just maybe hook that one in. Lamb drives, lays it up. No good. Four Raptors converge on the ball and come away with it. Here comes Siakam, near side, drives into the lane, floats it up, no good, but he's fouled. And Pascal will go to the line for two. Justin Holiday is on the floor, Aaron Holiday is on the bench. We know, of course, Drew Holiday is in, the third brother is in New Orleans. The last game against Indiana, I said to a couple of the guys that had, were visitors that had Holiday on their shirt with their pass, I said, you know, I played against a Sean Holiday from Arizona State. And Doug Collins, who was one of the assistant coaches at that time, said, yeah, he's going to have three sons in the NBA. And I hear he's still, uh, I know he's probably in his 50s right now. He's still working the kids over. He's dunking on them and stuff. And the guy said, look two to your left. And there was Sean Holiday <laughs> in the flesh. And, Jack, he looks like he could still go. Right. Well, he should be proud of himself having... It's like the Gronkowskis, right? Yeah. Football, you know, it's uh, the Mannings. Pretty remarkable having uh, three sons playing in the league. So I put job the, well done. I put the picture up on Instagram. I'm telling you, man, Sean Holiday looks like he could still go, and they could probably use him today. Indiana turns it over. They're down 30 to six after the Siakam free throws, and here come the Raptors looking for more. Siakam in the lane, floats it up and in. 32-6. I'm going to have to scramble for my media guide to see what the record for low in a quarter is by the Raptors. Holiday to Sabonis to Lamb up top in the lane. Score it and a foul. Well, it's only the third made field goal by Indiana here, Jones. He's at three of 21, one of nine from the three-point line, 14% from the field, 11% from three-point range. The Raptors, on the other hand, nine assists, 13 made field goals. They're shooting 59% from the field overall. Free throw made, 101 remaining. Raptors lead by 23 here in the first quarter, 32 to nine. One minute to go, as Jack told you, first quarter, Toronto front court. Hollis Jefferson drives on McDermott, floats it up, no good, but the foul on McDermott. 
And that will send Ronde to the line for two. McDermott, that's his second foul. And Hollis Jefferson will shoot two free throws, 57.4 remaining here in the first quarter. Raptors with a 23-point lead, 32-9. And Hollis Jefferson with two. Raptors 11 break points as well, Jonesy, in the first quarter. They have done a good job converting turnovers. Four turnovers for Indiana, six points off those turnovers. They're getting the running game going. Right, They love getting up and down and playing a fast pace, and their defense has done that for them well. Hollis Jefferson makes both free throws. Raptors lead 34-9 here with 54 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Indiana front court. Sabonis backs in on Boucher. Double comes. They kick it out to Lamb. Back to Sabonis. Far side. Left hand into the middle. Into the corner. Shot fake. Three in the air from Holiday. No good. Rebound Boucher. Two for one zone right here, Jonesy. Lowry pushing. Pull up three in the air. No good. Long rebound. McDermott runs it down. Indiana will bring it front court. 25 seconds. First quarter. 20 on the game clock. Sabonis down low. Kick to Holiday. Corner three. Good. 34-12. Raptors by 22. The biggest lead was 26, and we're in the first quarter with 10 seconds left. Siakam far side, left wing, on the dribble against Holiday into the lane, has it stripped. McDermott to McConnell, not going to get a shot off. That's the way the quarter ends, Jacko. Well, overall, the Raptors with a terrific first quarter. Their energy defensively was magnificent. After one, they lead by 22 points, 34 to 12. Raptors hold the paces to four for 23 from the field, and they force four turnovers. Impressive for the Raptors after one. Second quarter when we come back, 34-12 Toronto from Scotiabank Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Twelve points for the Pacers in the first quarter. Ties the record for points, fewest points in a quarter. Orlando had 12 in the third quarter on November 29th. So Toronto up 34-12. Can't let this Indiana bench get going, though. They have been a factor when they come in games. Raptors... Starters have outscored Indiana starters by 22. The benches are even nine all. Sabonis in the lane, floats it up and in. It's a better start for Indiana. Lowry up top for Toronto to Boucher. Back to Lowry. Raptors in the white, working left to right. Hollis Jefferson down low. Spins on McDermott, finds a cutting Ananobi off his hands, out of bounds. Indiana ball. It's Ananobi, Hollis Jefferson, Boucher, Davis, and Lowry on the floor for Toronto. McConnell up top. Gets it to Holiday in the lane. Tries to find Sabonis. Throws it into the front row on the baseline. Oh, this poor timing that time on the left side. Trying to hit the roller. Lowry weaves into the lane, tries to find Boucher. Tough pass around the legs. 
Back comes Jeremy Lamb on the turnover by Toronto. McDermott, catch and shoot, three, got it. Well, here comes their bench, right? You yep. cannot fall asleep on these guys. They they get their team back into games consistently. Lowry works far side to Ananobi against Holiday in the pocket. Far side, left wing, down low to Hollis Jefferson. Spins, kicks out Boucher to Lowry up top, a deep three, good. From the bottom of the logo, near center, Lowry knocks down a 35-footer. Wow. Toronto up 37-17. two on a shot clock. My goodness, what a shot. Holiday, left side near wing. Indiana in the yellow, coming right to left toward the Bay Street end of Scotiabank Arena. Sabonis puts his chest on Boucher, floats up the hook, no good. Here comes Toronto. Hollis Jefferson on the drive, spins. McConnell ties him up. Hollis Jefferson kicks it out and turns it over. Two-on-one, Indiana. Lamb on the run. Misses the dunk. Davis goes for the block, and they've got a foul on Terrence Davis. I don't like how Lamb landed that time into the stanchion. He grabbed his left knee immediately. And Terrence Davis just making a hard play on the ball. Nothing dirty about it. He makes a play at the ball to block the shot, but oh, boy. I don't like how Lamb landed there, Jonesy. And uh, the way that leg yeah, gave out, leg Jack. Just, yeah. Oh boy! Immediately. Well, Jack, uh, as you said, I mean, no malicious or malevolent. No, no, intent. he made a play. He, he made, made a, a basket. We tried to block the, the shot. A foul. It's a foul, definitely, but it wasn't malicious in any way, shape, or form. But I just hope he's okay. And a timeout on the floor with 9:54 remaining. And the Indiana bench, the entire group out there on the court to look at Jeremy Lamb. 37-17, the Raptors lead by 20. Let's take a break. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball from Scotiabank Arena on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Toronto, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Christy Avero here on the floor. Upstairs, Taddy, you'll hear from... Sir James, along with Josh Lewenberg in 9.54. That's what's left first half. Steve Eliopoulos up there with him. Radash Bandy, J.P. Ricciuto back at Raptors Central. Jeremy Lamb up. He's he's going to take the free throws, Jones, yet. Now we'll see if he... Moving we'll very continue. gingerly, Jack. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if he continues to play. I, I mean, thank goodness he's standing up because, man, oh, man, he took a hard fall there. So let's see. Um, Malcolm Brogdon is at the table, so we'll see what happens here. Now, if you don't take the free throws, folks, you can't stay in the game. If somebody shoots for you, you're done. So so on the off chance that Jeremy Lamb may come back, he's going to take his free throws. And And Matt Thomas now checking in the game for the Raptors. Uh, He is in the game now for Toronto. Man makes the first free throw. He's limping on that left leg, Jack, and it's also got a long, heavy sleeve on it to boot. So the Raptors, Jack, just a point of clarification. The 12 points is a low for the season in a quarter. All-time low is eight. Now now they give a foul, which... Just to get Lamb out of the game. Jeez, I hope he's not hurt badly. Uh, you know, and I, I, the way he's walking right now, they're taking him back to the locker room. I'd be surprised if he plays again. He's being escorted off. 
by their trainer, Josh Corbel. And the crowd, good sportsmanship, applauding for him. Indiana goes zone here, Jonesy. 9.40, first half, Toronto up 37-19. Why Matt Thomas is in the game, right? And Anobi at the nail. Kick out to Matt Thomas. To Terrence Davis. Deep three in the air. Got it. Man, Terrence Davis is a sniper. Hoist that one way up, Jack. Great elevation on his jump shot. I mean, that's just... He he out-jumped the shot contest. (laughs) 40-19. TD off the bench with eight. Sabonis underneath, and Raptors called for a defensive three-second violation, so it'll be one shot in the ball for the Pacers. But, Jack, Terrence Davis gets in those stretches, and you and I have seen it all year, where when that ball leaves his hand, you're surprised when it doesn't catch the bucket. But what was the first shot he made tonight? A layup, a dunk. A dunk. Right. So, you know, when you when you get an easy one, then yeah. you see the ball go through the bucket, you, you know, you get the juices going, and you feel good about yourself. You're playing with house money. Yep. That's what we call you, House Money Armstrong. <laughs> I wish. Sabonis in the lane, the righty hook shot up and in. Nice move by Domas Sabonis. The all-star makes it 40-22 Toronto. Lowry to a cutting Hollis Jefferson underneath. And Anobi, reverse jam is good. Great pass, Hollis Jefferson that time. A beautiful cut to the open area on the left, right side, excuse me, from OG Ananobi. Raptors so unselfish. McConnell in the lane, lefty layup, no good. Rebound Hollis Jefferson, and a late foul call against mm. Toronto. And that'll give... No, they say a loose ball yeah, foul they, they were, they were really on the rebound. Yeah, they fight Sabonis off the boards on the right side. And uh, Ananobi with the foul there. So the Raptors defend Indiana in the yellow, coming right to left towards Bay Street. Into the corner, McDermott, open three, got it clean. That's like shooting fish in a barrel. Can't leave him. And beautiful pass, Sabonis, right block, left corner. Right, throw that skip, he's open. Lowry drives in the lane, lefty layup, up and in, under duress. 44-25 Toronto. McConnell to Brogdon, far side, left hand into the lane. Baby hook, partially blocked by Hollis Jefferson. Run out, Terrence Davis! Went for the jam over Justin Holiday, couldn't get it. And the ball out of bounds into the Raptor bench. Indiana will control the orange. Wow, what a move by Terrence Davis. Terrence Davis checks out. And a fine performance. Nine minutes, eight points, two boards, and an assist. He is hooping. Yeah, he is. Jonesy. That's what the kids would say on the black top. He's balling, he's hooping. Sabonis misses the short hook. Back comes Toronto. Hollis Jefferson down to the block. Kick back to Lowry. Swing to Ananobi. Down Main Street to Hollis Jefferson who lays it in. What a great pass. OG Ananobi dropping a dime right to left. to Hollis Jefferson on the left post. Smart play by Ananobi. Yeah, he took one from Rondé. He said, I got your back, brother. 46-25, Toronto by 21. McDermott drives, offensive foul. Great job by Kyle Lowry. He got into the grill of McDermott in the right corner, and McDermott pushed off. And now McDermott and Holiday check out, and Warren and Turner check back in for the Pacers. 7.30 remaining Raptors lead by 19 here in the second quarter, 46-25. Here comes Lowry. 
Front court finds Matt Thomas. Far side, left wing to Hollis Jefferson in the lane. Scoops it up, no good. Bats it away. Goes to Van Vliet. Three in the air, no good. Rebound Sabonis. Here comes McConnell to Warren, to Sabonis. Warren holding his left forearm. Now he has it on the bounce. Gets it to TJ McConnell. Far side, the little man from Arizona. Down low to Miles Turner. Lays it up, no good. Hollis Jefferson with the challenge. An easy one missed. Here comes Toronto. Lowry, near side, right wing in front of the bench. Down low to Hollis Jefferson. Spins, drops it off to Ananobi for the jam. What another great pass by Hollis Jefferson. And he and Ananobi, they're on the same page, Jonesy. Yeah, they got a little something-something going. Sabonis near block, left side, 6.30 to go. First half, Raptors up 48-25, and Sabonis is fouled on his take to the basket from the near side by Ananobi. Great effort by Rondé Hollis-Jefferson here. Six points, three boards, two assists, and he and OG Ananobi doing a phenomenal job. Hollis-Jefferson and Matt Thomas check out for the Raptors. Jack, I'm going to bring back some of your own words here, which I firmly believe in as a guy who played and coached at a different level the Raptors have built some solid habits right now about playing hard sharing the ball being together defensively yep they got it going no no you're right and and if you're going to be really good you got to do that stuff right and you got to do it all the time eventually yes and that's that's what the word habits is you can't go to the gym once and then say I'm in shape Brogdon, deep three, no good. Rebound Toronto, three on three, broken floor. Lowry all the way to the hoop, lay it up and in, and a foul. Kyle Lowry takes the two and says, my shopping's not done. I got a coupon for one more. Kyle Lowry, just a tremendous job, and he opened court, just blowing right by T.J. Warren and getting where he wanted to get to on the right side. And You know, he might not look quick, but he is, and he has a great change of pace, and he just got right by Warren and the tur- turned the corner. Lowry makes the free throw. Raptors lead by 26, tying their high for the game. 6:04 remaining second quarter. Raptors lead 51-25. Holiday, Aaron Holiday, far side, gets it to Sabonis on the block. Back to Holiday, cutting, lays it up and in. Raptors bring it front court quickly with pace. Lowry stops, three in the air, no good. Rebound Sabonis, and they say stay here. Job, Loose buddy. ball foul on Sabonis. OG Ananobi beat him to the spot on the offensive rebound, and Sabonis had no choice but to push him in the back, or he would have gotten the offensive rebound or the missed shot by Lowry. 5.48 remaining, Raptors lead by 24. Second quarter, 51-27. Davis will now check in for the Raptors. Lowry... Uh, we'll check out. So you have Davis, Van Vliet, Siakam, Ananobi, and Abaka for the Raptors. 14 on a shot clock, Jonesy. Siakam down low, far side, left wing. Backs in on Warren, kick out to Van Vliet. Fred skips on the dribble, finds Ibaka. Shot fake. The jumper 20 feet straight away, no good. It's short. Back come the Pacers. 5.30 to go, first half. Raptors up 51 27. Brogdon, far side. Left hand to the middle. Finds Warren. T.J. Warren has been quiet tonight. Does not score. Keep him that way. Sabonis squares. The short jumper no good. 
Great rebound and block out by Ananobi. Great job. Really good block out on the weak side on the left side. Winning that battle, Jonesy. Siakam on Brogdon, spins into the lane, kicks to Ibaka, swing to Van Vliet, shot fake, drive. Now to Davis, three in the air, no good. Ibaka grabs the rebound, kicks it out, but it goes right to Aaron Holiday. Holiday to a trailing Sabonis, back to Holiday, three in the air, no good. Rebound Toronto. Quick hit ahead to Siakam. Three on two. Van Vliet, three, no good. Ibaka rebound. Back to Van Vliet. Corner three, this one good. Down the bottom of the well for Van Vliet. Stuck with it. He relocated Jonesy, and he got that shot from the right corner off the offensive rebound. Good, good stick to from Van Vliet. Largest lead of the game, 27 for Toronto, 54 27. They've doubled up Indiana, and now Van Vliet called on a foul. Raptors defense, Jones. Held them at 27 points. They forced six turnovers, and Indiana is shooting 9 of 36. That's 25%. So they're doing a great job in every phase of their defense, right? They've given up only 10 points in a paint. They've struggled. Indiana struggled behind the line. Everything. Jack, Here's another turnover. I'm just waiting for the, come on, like another Niagara guy, our colleague Hubie Brown. Come on. How about the defense? Come on. Toronto. He was on with your brother last night. He was. Van Vliet drives as it blocked out of bounds by Turner. It'll stay with Toronto. But, Jack, I talked to Bill Baino and Popeye Jones, and they were talking about the Raptor defense, how together they are, and how they scramble. They scramble and they communicate. They're organized. You don't have Mark Gasol in there either. And, and Norman Powell. Yeah, they and look good McCaw, right and now. And McCaw's a good defender. Van Vliet drive, kick to the corner. Davis swing to Ananobi. Unselfish extra pass. No good. Rebound Ibaka back up. No good. Rebound Brogdon. 54-27, 3.45 to go. Toronto up by 27. Brogdon to Warren. Back to Brogdon. Now to T.J. Warren, straight away above the arc to Brogdon, left side near wing, shot clock at five. Turner, corner three, no good. Rebound, Ibaka. They are really guarding Jonesy. The help, the recovery is brilliant. Siakam drive, fouled by Brogdon. And Jack, when when you're playing and a guy's in your in your kitchen like that and you're open, your catch and shoot isn't as comfortable. It's no. the timing's off. You know they're coming. All point. of those things. You, you, you're kind of, it's like a hot potato. You're yes. catching a hot potato, and and you're not catching the ball in rhythm in stride where you're just accepting the pass and, and calmly shooting your, your next, the, the shot, excuse me. And to me, I think that's what the Raptors do so well. It's It, it gets you off beat a little bit. Out it's of like, rhythm. It's like a quarterback that drops back and you send a blitz. And even though he doesn't get hit, he's got to throw the ball a little earlier or a little late. And it's just the timing of the coverage and the timing of the patterns thrown off. And Siakam, one of two from the free throw line, 323 remaining second quarter. Raptors lead by 28-55-27. Brogdon front court. On the bounce, near side, left wing above the arc. Van Vliet on him. Brogdon back to the far elbow. To Holiday, near side, left wing, drives, right hand, floats it up, no good, rebound Siakam. Nate McMillan can only cross his arms in front of him. His team 
shooting 24%. Van Vliet, step back three, no good. Raptors still up, 55-27. Brogdon to Turner. On the bounce. Into the corner now to T.J. Warren. Back to Miles Turner. Drive, floated up, off balance, no good. Kick out to Brogdon. Into the corner. Justin Holiday three is good. 55-30 Toronto. 2.30 to go, first half. He shot it well from three. Three of four from behind the arc. And the Raptors don't defensive rebound. And you see that often in the NBA, Jonesy. People throw the ball back out to the three-point line. You get that good look. And he opened three. Timeout, Nick Nurse, 229 remaining second quarter. Raptors lead by 25, 55-30 here from the Scotiabank Arena on a Sunday evening. We'll be back with the conclusion of the first half. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Toronto, 55-30. Raptors leading Indiana and out west it has gone final. The Lakers defeat the Celtics 114-112. Oh, that's big for the Raptors. If they can win tonight, they pick up... Even a little bit more ground on the Boston Celtics for that all-important two-seed. Put your pennies in the bank, Jack. Oh, it's important. And with that number one seed coming in here Tuesday night in the Milwaukee Bucks, always important, right? Take care of business in your home court. Boston out west now. Toronto will be going out there next week. They had the exact same strength of schedule going into the post-All-Star portion of this season. Ananobi, long three, far side, no good. Here comes Indiana, down 55-30, 2 to go, first half. Brogdon to Holiday in the lane, knocked away from behind by Lowry, but Indiana gets it back. T.J. Warren misses an easy one under the bucket, and back come the Raptors. Siakam down low to Ananobi. Backs in on Holiday, finds Van Vliet. Kick it to Lowry. Three ball near side. Good. Man, Toronto sharing the orange like nobody's business. That was beautiful offense that time. Ananobi to Van Vliet to Lowry. It's like a soccer assist. I'm not, excuse me, a hockey assist, right? Yeah, like the whole line got a touch. Both Ananobi and Van Vliet should be credited. And I know, Jones, you've talked about that a lot, and I love it. You know, that Gretzky assist concept and... The hockey assist, I don't think right? We, I don't think we talk enough no. in our league about the guy that makes the pass that leads to the pass. Ananobi with some great passes that have led to great looks for teammates tonight. He's played well. Well, I know individual teams chart it, and the league charts it as a whole, the secondary assist. But so important. 58-30 Toronto. A minute 37 to go. First half, OG sits down with three fouls. Sore left knee for Jeremy Lamb. He will not return. We get the report from Rovignano. Thank goodness it's just a sore left knee because I thought it was a lot worse, right? Let's hope it doesn't turn out to be. Siakam elbow jumper got it wide open. Nobody around him, Jack. He He shot like, like, how did I get the ball here? Shot that like he was in the gym by himself. Toronto by 30, 60 to 30. Holiday three, no good. Rebound, Brogdon has it taken away by Lowry. Saves it, but it goes to Indiana. Brogdon drives baseline, far side. Kick up top, Justin Holiday. Into the lane, offensive foul. 
He went airborne. Lowry was waiting and took the charge. You're up 30 points. You're up 30 points. And Kyle Lowry, an established six-time All-Star, is still stepping in and taking charges. Habits, right? Well, last Sunday night he took two. It should have been three in the All-Star game. And now tonight he's doing it again. And that's why you win, and you win big. Winning plays. Van Vliet, far side. Three in the air, no good. Rebound, T.J. Warren. 45 seconds, first half. Raptors leading 60 to 30. Low for points and a half this year is 35 against the Raptors. Pacers now have 32 after the tip in by Miles Turner. 60-32 Toronto. See if the Raptors go two for one here, Jonesy. Lowry, yes, long, three, no good. Rebound, Aaron Holiday. Shot a little too quick that time. He was feeling it. Front court, Brogdon. On the bounce. 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Brogdon drives, lays it up, blocked by Siakam. Here comes Toronto. Seven seconds to go in the half. Van Vliet, three, good. Down the bottom of the well for Freddie Van Vliet. 63-32. Warren, three to end the half. Fittingly an air ball. The Raptors by 31 after the first half. Raptors lead, Jonesy, 63-32. to 31 points. They have held Indiana to 24% from the field. They have turned Indiana over 10 times. And on the offensive end, the Raptors, 18 assists on 24 field goals, shooting 50%, playing as a team, 18 bench, excuse me, 18 break points. So they're playing that fast pace. Impressive first half. Well, put it in a bottle and empty it out again in the second half. Raptors by 31. Jim Taddy and Josh Lewenberg to take you through halftime. Recess here at Scotiabank Arena. Halftime coming up. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Tangerine Raptors Basketball is on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Brogdon drives, lays it up, blocked by Siakam. Here comes Toronto. Seven seconds to go in the half. Van Vliet, three, good. Down the bottom of the well for Freddie Van Vliet. 63-32. And that's the way it is at halftime. Is that three-pointer a real exclamation mark on the Raptors' first half performance offensively and defensively? Let's go downstairs. Josh Lewenberg, our Raptors reporter, standing by. Josh, what a wicked half that was. Yeah, that was as dominant a, a first half on both sides of the floor as I've seen in a long time. I mean, the Raptors from minute one have come out and and I think defensively first and foremost that's where we've got to start because that's where the Raptors started today Uh, they've been exceptional defensively I mean the Pacers they're not playing well obviously but this isn't just simply about the Pacers not hitting shots the Raptors have been communicating on the defensive end rotating uh, giving each other a lot of help especially in the paint 
Um, obviously, as we know, with Marcus All out of the lineup, and Chris Boucher not playing much, just uh, five minutes in the first half. The Raptors are undersized, and the Pacers, uh, a big physical team with size. You've got uh, Demontis Sabonis, an all-star. Uh, Turner, a really good player for Indiana, but the Raptors are, are playing big on the inside. They're helping each other, and that has created a lot of opportunities, I think, for the Raptors to push the pace. That's something that Kyle Lowry talked about the other day it is really uh, getting up-tempo, getting out in transition a little bit more than they, they already do. We're seeing that tonight, and I think on the other end, the Raptors moving the ball really well. 18 first-half assists. They're generating good looks, and they're knocking them down. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a nine-man rotation, but really it's a seven-man rotation uh, because people like Boucher, five minutes, and Matt Thomas, three and a half. Are you surprised at that? Uh, not really, and as long as this lead continues to be 20-plus, I'm sure we'll see less of the starters in the second half, particularly in the fourth quarter, but uh, with this team playing as well as they're playing right now, and, of course, this Indiana team is a really good one, a, a really good test for the Raptors right now. Uh, I, I'm not surprised to see them tighten the rotation a little bit. We know that the Raptors are without three rotation players today in Marcus All and Norman Powell, as well as Patrick McCaw, who's still out with the flu. So, yeah, I mean, no Victor Oladipo for Indiana. I'm sure Oladipo would help them right now, but the Raptors are playing undermanned as well. I think I mean, we've seen this so many times this year. Right now, the difference is not so much talent or who's in or who's out. The difference right now is how hard the Raptors are playing. It just comes down to effort. And the Raptors, I mean, they, like I said, from minute one, and it's been a wire-to-wire -wire lead, the Raptors just want it more right now. Uh, Josh, would you look at it this way? I mean, uh, there's obviously a, a half a basketball left, and we can't anoint a victory here, but, but it looks good. But if the Raptors were to win this, that would be three straight over the Pacers. I might put those three games into a different shelf and say, you know, if you look at, you know, the, the press win, the next game was, was a much better win, the Friday in Indiana, and this one can be a blowout. I mean, that gives you sort of a sample size of what the Raptors are capable of, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it would tell us a few things, and obviously there's tangible value in these wins over Indiana as well. First of all, if they were to win tonight, they would win the season series 3-1. to one. It would give them the tiebreaker against Indiana. And at this point in the season, you want as many of those tiebreakers as you can get, especially at the top of the East, those top six teams. There's such a tight race between the five teams just below Milwaukee, jockeying for positioning, battling for second place in the conference. So that would be a big thing. And then I also think that the games against those teams, they not only do they mean more, but they're more telling. You can do a, I think you get a more, a better sense of what the team is, how good the team can be. You can evaluate more in those games against teams in your own tier or close to your own tier. And let's face it, the Raptors did not start off very well against those teams. I think at one point they were 3-7. and seven against the other top six teams in the East. But they've now won four or five in a row, and granted, a couple of those are against Indiana if they were to win again tonight. Three of those games would be against Indiana, but uh, Indiana's a really good team. They've been really tough all year long. Nick Nurse talking about it before the game today, saying that he's sort of tired of them. They've seen them so much over the last few weeks, but there's going to be some big tests to come as well. We know that Milwaukee is in, in town on Tuesday. They'll face the Bucks three times here in the next six weeks so as forgiving as the schedule was going into all-star break a lot of games against five uh, sub 500 competition the schedule is getting tougher now and the raptors are going to be tested but as long as they play as they did in the first half here tonight uh, I, I think they're going to be fine 
I mean, this is a great tune-up. Not that they would look at it that way, but we would. Uh, the performance against uh, the Pacers is kind of sets the table for the performance against the Bucks, doesn't it? Well, these are the type of games, Jim, that we always talk about as being um, potential letdown games. And, and not that it's a bad team. You, you talk about those games being trap games, too, when you play a, a bad team. Indiana's certainly not that. Indiana's a really good team. But when I say, when I say trap game, uh, a lot of the time you'll, you'll look ahead when you have a, a big game coming up and let's face it that game against milwaukee here on tuesday tnt nationally televised in the u.s that is a big game the raptors haven't faced the bucks the only team that's ahead of them in in the east standings right now they haven't played them since early november at the beginning of the season that is a big game and i think it's human nature for a lot of people certainly for us to look ahead at what will be a big game and i think for players you can do that as well they i mean they're on the internet they're on twitter they're on instagram they have access to espn and all that they can see what the schedule looks like coming up but give them a lot of credit here because they're not looking ahead they're not skipping steps they're coming out and i mean so far we've talked about it still have a half to play you've still got to win this game but so far based on what we have to evaluate right now this has been a really professional effort by the toronto raptors josh thanks very much appreciate it all right jim that's josh lewinberg courtside with the raptors 63 32 over the pacers at the half the raptors first half stat is brought to you by your ontario subaru dealers celebrate the worst of winter in a subaru hurry into your local ontario subaru dealer during their bring on winter event for lease and finance rates from 0.99 percent so i'm going to go with some shooting stats and at the half, the Pacers are shooting 23.9%, uh, three-point uh, outside shooting 263 The Raptors 50%, overall 429 uh, from the outside. After the first quarter, the Pacers were only shooting 17.4%, and the Raptors 565 Now, I mean, that's there's two sides to that story. Obviously, it's, it's the shooting, of course, but Raptors defense has a lot to say about that as well. And the other stat that sort of jumps off the page for me, Josh alluded to it, 18 assists for the Raptors at the half on 23 buckets. So pretty good ratio that way. Who really succeeded aside from the Raptors team, but the individual performances in the first half, Pascal Siakam, 18-29 minutes played. Um, He was 5 of 6 and hit his 3-point shot. And uh, also three or four from the foul line uh, had uh, 14 points in the half. Serge Ibaka had 11 in the first quarter, did not score in the second quarter. Five of ten shooting, one of two from the outside, so sits at 11 points. Kyle Lowry, uh, who uh, has always been the, sort of the, the straw that stirs the drink here, uh, 14 points at the half, 18-19 of playing time, five and nine, three of six from the outside, and hit his shot from the stripe as well. Uh, I should tell you that uh, Serge Ibaka has 14 rebounds, four offensive, 10 defensive. So he already has a double-double. So that's pretty impressive, to say the very least. So are the Raptors. 63-32 is the lead. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Welcome back to Scotiabank Arena. It is 63-32 for the Raptors over the Pacers. Marvelous first half from the Raptors. I already mentioned that Serge has a double-double already with the 14 rebounds and 11 points. Has been a going concern out there. Pretty Van Vliet, uh, 17 minutes played, 6 points. OG, 18 minutes and 4 points off the bench. Hollis Jefferson, four, uh, sorry, 6 points. And uh, Davis has 8. So I guess the bigger question would be in terms of what could happen in the second half, will the Pacers mount some sort of a comeback, or will the Raptors just keep their foot to the 
Pedal to the metal, as they say in the hockey business. But this, of course, is basketball. Let's go downstairs. Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong. Guys, what a half. Yeah, it was a great half, Jim. The Raptors did a terrific job. And lead this thing 63-32. And some impressive numbers as Toronto holds Indiana to 24%. And Jacko, Jim wondered, do they, you know, take their foot off the gas? You just can't. We, I mean, with the the advent of the three-point shot, I mean, we saw a 30-point lead disappear by Dallas in this building against Toronto. Correct. you got to keep playing. Good point, Jonesy. Good example right there. Indiana ball coming front court from left to right. Brogdon, Sabonis, Turner out there with Holiday, Warren. And believe you me, Nick Nurse has got a timeout he's sitting on that if he sees any of that behavior, he's going to call a quick one right away. Well, Indiana just hit a bucket to start the half. And Toronto misses at the other end. Starters on the floor for Toronto. Van Vliet, Lowry, Siakam, Ananobi, Ibaka. Four straight for the Pacers now on the runner in the lane by Brogdon. 63-36. See if the Raptors can crank the fire up and just put Indiana to bed. Siakam into the corner. Ibaka, shot fake, drives on Turner into the lane. Finds a cutting Ananobi who lays it up no good. Misses it, missed everything, and caught his own rebound. That's a travel. Turn it over and give it to the Pacers. Oh, that's when you got to dunk it, right? you got to yeah. dunk it in there. Two kind of shaky possessions to start the half for Toronto. Sabonis, 20-footer up top. Rattles no good. Tipped up by Brogdon. No good, but he's fouled by Van Vliet. Well, the Raptors... Half step slow here to start the third quarter. Been beat to the punch a few times here. Indiana inbound. Brogdon up top. Works left with a Sabonis screen. Back to the middle. And he's fouled by Van Vliet. And suddenly Fred has picked up two quick fouls. And that's his third of the game. He and OG Ananobi, two starters, both with three fouls right now. Here comes Brogdon. Short jumper, no good. Gets his rebound back, floats it up and in. Six straight for Indiana. Well, there was just no effort going to get that loose ball that time by the Raptors. And, you know, you're fighting against not only another team, but human nature right now. Yes, you are, Jack. Ibaka got it. Foul line. Elbow jumper far side. 65-38. Human nature, Jack, as you said. As you take your foot off the gas, it's tough to play with a big lead. Aaron Holiday, three. It's also easy to play when you're down big, right? You just, yeah. You lose and you just jack them up. 65-41 Toronto. Siakam step back, one-footed jumper. Knocks it down. Toronto up 67-41. On the bounce, Sabonis front court. And offensive foul on the dribble handoff. Jack, you have commented on that, and I couldn't agree more. It's a violent game. It's a violent play in the sport right now. And I think 
got to do something about it. We all know about the ball screen, but the dribble handoff, that's at an even faster pace. The collisions are more violent. Siakam three up top, no good. Front court, here comes Malcolm Brogdon. On the bounce, into the lane. Kick out, T.J. Warren. Out of Sabonis, drive, kicks it back to Brogdon. Shot clock at 10. Brogdon works left, into the lane. Kick to the corner, they swing. Turner, three, no good. Good ball movement, no finish. Here comes Toronto. Lowry, full speed up the court, lays it up and in. Wanted the foul call, didn't get it, got the bucket. 69-40 run, Toronto. Brogdon down to the baseline. Reverse layup, no good. Rebound, Ibaka. Outlet Lowry. Raptors pushing the pace again. On the lob to Siakam. Kicks it back out to Lowry. Up top, now into the corner. Siakam on Holiday. Squares him up, drives into the lane. Hands to Ananobi. Reverse layup, no good, but he's fouled. Good ball movement again, Jack, by Toronto. Great pass that time by Pascal Siakam. Hooking up OG Ananobi. And Ananobi will shoot two free throws here. 8.29 remaining. Raptors lead by 28. 69-41. Free throw missed by OG. 67% free throw shooter on the season. It's always been one of his little bugaboos, hasn't it, Jack? Yep. Well, sometimes it, the rhythm of shooting is different when you're at the line. It's definitely different yes. than, than, you know, stepping into a shot in live action. You know, it's just you don't think about it. You, whereas a free throw he does, he gets a steal on the right wing. And drives it back and lays it in with Malcolm Brogdon riding him like Seabiscuit. Ananobi lays it home, 72-41 Toronto. Timeout, Indiana. Great job that time by OG Ananobi. The steal on the right wing, right wing, and just the picking the pass off. Sabonis to Brogdon, and then fights his way up the court and gets the made layup. 8:14 remaining, third quarter. Raptors lead by 31, 72-41. From Scotiabank Arena, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Raptors up 72-41, 8-14 to go, third quarter. Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Christy Averro hey, on the floor. By the way, floor. i got to give a little shout-out to Justine Jones, uh, senior uh, volleyball star. Yeah, graduating this year, taking on the real world. All I know is one account comes off Dad's pocketbook well, with the university done. Congratulations, Justine Jones had her senior night. On Friday, yeah, for a volleyball team and uh, proud Papa, overwatching a play today, University of Toronto. So, yeah, it's, good uh, stuff. It's good, Jack. We know a lot of the things that we like in people. You you learn them through athletics. Oh, you're totally right. You know, discipline, teamwork, perseverance. Teach a kid sports. Raptors persevering, getting the steal there on Brogdon. Siakam to Ibaka, lays it up and in, trailing the play. Surge skips and lays it in. 74-41 Toronto. Raptors dogged in their defense tonight against the Pacers. Well, they're going to have to do this again Tuesday night against an even better ball club in the Bucks. Sabonis, cross-court pass. Holiday traveled, went airborne to start his dribble. 
And that'll turn it over and give it back to the Raptors. Jack, Toronto is just, they're humming right now. They're doing a terrific job, leading at 74-41. Indiana having all kinds of issues. Toronto ball, front court. Lowry against the Indiana zone, gets it to Van Vliet, far side. Ananobi drive, kicks it out top. Shot clock at eight. Lowry drives into the lane, into the corner. Ananobi, Siakam, got to shoot it. Shot clock running down, can't get it, knocked out of bounds. It'll be Indiana basketball. Almost too unselfish that time, Jack, as the Raptors had to take a tough shot. Holiday down low to Sabonis. On the dribble, double comes, he kicks it out, they swing it around. Warren, corner three, far side, drills it. That's his first made shot of the night. He's been sleepwalking. One of eight tonight. He's a good player, as we talked about. Raptors missed the jumper. Here comes Indiana. Front court, Brogdon on the drive. Pacers in the yellow coming left to right. 6.30 to go, third quarter. They trail by 30. Turner drives, floats it up and in. Miles Turner cuts it to 74-46. Ananobi with a catch far side. Sloppy with the ball. Brogdon knocks it away. Drives. Brogdon loses it, but T.J. Warren picks up the loose garbage and lays it in. Nick Nurse wants a timeout. Sloppy that time. The Raptors turning it over, and O.J. Ananobi just not able to hold on to it on the left sideline, and Timeout on the floor, 6-11, third quarter. Raptors lead by 26-74-48. From Scotiabank Arena, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Toronto, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Christy Avero on the floor, Jim Taddy up top with Steve Eliopoulos, Aradash Vandy, J.P. Ricciuto back at Raptors Central. Toronto up 74-48, Jack been a solid sustained relentless performance by the Raptors. Well the defense has been good and now Nick Nurse used that last time out just to say hey fellas let's stay dialed in and uh, that's so important and paces plus five in this uh, third quarter here. By the way a little shout out to our friends at Nobis they make those cool scarves they gave me a scarf, you know, the same ones that Serge Ibaka. I'm, I'm waiting for mine, well, Novus. Right. Okay, I'm still no, waiting for mine. Our friends at Novus, Paul Jones needs a scarf. So uh, let's especially up. Especially from a guy who Jack knows has two seasons, pants and shorts. <laughs> Van Vliet, deep three, no good. Lowry with the rebound on the offensive glass. Kicks it out to Siakam. Pascal, drive. To Lowry into the corner. Van Vliet, three short, long rebound. Miles Turner. Indiana finally put something together in the way of a stop. Back come the Pacers, five and a half to go, third quarter. Sabonis on the block against Ibaka. Surge roots him off the box and now reaches in to knock it away. Surge locked in. Sabonis drives. Surge knocks it away again. He looks like a soccer goalie down in that stance with the hands going. Great defense. Two different times on Sabonis, knowing he's going to go back to the left. Jack, you always talk about when you visited the Utah Jazz when Frank Layden was coaching, 
help being one of the weakest words going. Yeah. Turner, deep three, no good. Rebound, Toronto. Serge didn't need any help no. on that mano play. Mano a mano. Van Vliet, front court. On the bounce. Five minutes to go, third quarter. Toronto up 74-48. Van Vliet to Lowry, to a cutting Van Vliet. Floats it up and in. Old-time basketball, give and go. Sir uh, Fred lays it in. Beautiful having two point guards playing together, isn't it? 76-48 Toronto. Sabonis drives. Surge not having any of it. Sabonis misses the shot. Van Vliet knocks it away, and they're going to call the foul on Fred. Ooh, that was great defense by the Raptors in the left post that time. And Sabonis is getting frustrated. Does it? The Raptors have done their scatter report and prep on him. Oh, yeah. And now he's coming out of the game. And I was having a discussion with Nate McMillan. Brogdon up top. Four and a half to go, third quarter. Raptors locking in on defense. Pacers shooting 30%. Brogdon, deep three, no good. Rebound, Van Vliet. He's done a great job on him. He's 3 of 13, Brogdon. And on the rim run, Ibaka fouled by Brogdon. Had a little guy on him and just went to the hoop. Relentless. Four twenty-six to go, third quarter. Raptors leading 76-48. They are on their game tonight. Zone defense now for the Pacers. Siakam at the nail has it knocked away. Here comes Indiana, three on two. Justin Holiday into the corner to Brogdon. Toronto closes out, and Van Vliet takes the foul. Fourth, Ouch. Fourteen foul on the Raptors in the third, and fourth foul on Van Vliet. So let's see what Nick Nurse does if he does anything. Keeping an eye on that Van Vliet situation with four fouls. On the drive, into the lane. Sampson drives no good. Jakar Sampson, the young man out of St. John's, getting a little court time. And Serge Ibaka's been great tonight. How about 15 points, 15 boards, and he just played great defense on Sampson with the shot block. And we talked about his great defense earlier on Sabonis. Paces stay zone here. Van Vliet up top to Davis, far side, three in the air, no good. Long rebound, Indiana. Here comes TJ Warren, very quiet today, only five points. At 24 in Indiana's win back in December in Indiana against Toronto. His shot that time blocked by Ananobi as Ibaka stood him up. Front court, Siakam drive, floated up, no good. What do they got? An offensive foul on Pascal. That's a good call. He ran him over that time. Good movement of the feet by Sampson. Yep. He dropped his shoulder. And I think Nick Nurse is going to review it. Well, Nick he's, is he's gonna call yeah, he's gonna review it, Matt. Nick is excuse me, Jonesy. Nick is one that is not afraid to challenge. I I most challenges. He, I thought he dropped his shoulder and ran him over, but uh, they're gonna review it. 
And Kyle Lowry saying, well, the ball went in the basket, too. So you're not only reviewing block charge, but you're reviewing continuation. And the referee said, yes, we will look at that as well. So, Well, let's see. Stay here. 3.33, third quarter, Jonesy. And a Raptors lead by 28, 76-48. And Zach Zorba. Asking for the replay center to have a good look. Mark Ayat, the officials at the table with Canadian sports legend Ron Foxcroft taking a look at. Jack, I will say this, that Nick Nurse, never afraid to challenge. As Ayat and Zarba is... Jack told you, looking it over, and really, they're t- they're right now thinking block, and not necessarily the charge. Yeah, discussion maybe, right now. Yeah, maybe overturn. So let's see. They're going to overturn it. And call a block, which means it's an and one for Pascal Siakam. Nick Nurse, the leader in the NBA in charges or reviews. So there you go, Jack. You called it an and one for Siakam will shoot the free throw here yeah, coming Pascal. up. Siakam and Lowry have both led the Raptors in scoring 16 apiece. And with 333 remaining third quarter, Raptors lead by 30, 78-48. Siakam has an opportunity with this free throw to be their leading scorer to this point if he makes it. Pascal, as Jack told you, it's 16. Lowry also at 16. Here it is. Make it 17 for P. Skills. Yep. Raptors by 31 now. Their biggest lead, 33 tonight. Doing well. Front court, here comes Indiana. On the bounce, Brogdon to Jakar Sampson. Three near side, no good. Rebound, Chris Boucher. Off to Lowry, front court. Raptors looking for their ninth consecutive win at home. The Milwaukee Bucks coming to town Tuesday. Lowry swing it near side. Terrence Davis was out of bounds when he caught the ball. That'll turn it over and give it to Indiana. 3.02 to go, third quarter. And the Raptors jumped on this thing early, Jack, and have not come back to the pack. They've been impressive tonight. Really dialed in on both ends. Justin Holiday to TJ Warren. Down low to Turner. Spins, floats it up and in, and he's fouled. The Texas Longhorn, Miles Turner, gets it down, and he'll get a free throw to boot. Hollis Jefferson checks in for Ananobi. Anobi checks out seven points, four boards, two assists. Hollis Jefferson. So you have Hollis Jefferson, Boucher, Siakam, Lowry, and Davis for Toronto. 
free throws made by Turner. Raptors lead by 28, 79, 51, 247 remaining, third quarter. Here comes Toronto. Front court. Lowry gets it to Boucher. Far side. Back to Lowry. Straight away. Raptors in the white, coming right to left toward the Bay Street end of Scotiabank Arena. Boucher in the lane. Kick out to Lowry. Drives all the way down to the baseline. Lays it up. No good. Rebound knocked away. Tipped up. No good. Rebound to Sampson. Off to Warren. Zips a pass to Brogdon. Can't squeeze it. Here comes Toronto. Back the other way. Siakam on the drive underneath to Hollis Jefferson. Ronde in the lane. Now kicks it way over to Lowry. Just inside center. Far side right wing to Siakam. Shot clock at eight. Two minutes, third quarter. Pascal dancing on the dribble. Goes left, steps back. Tries to kick it to Lowry. It's deflected and intercepted. Brogdon on the drive, lays it up, blocked by Terrence Davis. T.J. Warren runs down the loose ball. Kicks it to Holiday on the drive. Back up top, Turner in the lane, kick out Warren. Three in the air, no good. Rebound Boucher. Minute and a half, third quarter. Raptors up 79-51. Lowry front court. Leans over on the bounce between the rings. Works left near side. Finds Siakam on the screen and roll. Pascal, fancy left-handed layup, banks it in, coming down Main Street. Mm. Difficult shot. Great usage of the left hand that time by Pascal Siakam. 21 for P-Skills, a 30-point, 81-51 Toronto lead. Turner, up top to Holiday. Drives, kicks to the corner. Warren down the baseline near side, floats it up and in. Here comes Toronto, leading 81-53. Front court, Hollis Jefferson. Squares, 35 seconds to go. Left hand to the middle. Floats it up and in. Great move by Rondé, smelling the basket, Jack, and getting to the 10. He's played really well tonight. Eight points, three boards, two assists. Front court, Brogdon. On the dribble. Near side against Siakam. Drives right, cut off, spins back left, kick out. Turner three up top, no good. Rebound Boucher, and he's fouled with 5.9 to go. And Chris Boucher will get a couple of free throws. A couple of free throws here with 5.9 remaining. Raptors lead 83-53, 30-point lead. So they've done a good job maintaining. Had a little tough start there in the third quarter, but overwhelmingly they've done a beautiful job of just staying Dialed into the process, and Boucher makes his first free throw. One more coming up. Indiana will have a final possession here in the third quarter. And I don't think anyone came to the building tonight expecting no. this, Jonesy. Boucher makes both free throws. 5.9 seconds remaining, and the Pacers will bring the ball up the court. Brogdon drives, lays it up, and in, and a foul with nine-tenths of a second been a good night for Toronto, but Nick Nurse is not going to be happy about that. Well, you can't let a guy go end-to-end, but Brogdon, that time Boucher, excuse me, Siakam, kind of just let him go. 
as a help defender, and they've done a good job on Brogdon tonight. Four of 15 tonight. And he misses the free throw, and that's it. There's the end of the third quarter, and the Raptors with a 30-point, yes, a 30-point lead after three quarters, 85-55, and they have held, speaking of 30, they have held the paces to 30% from the field, and they turned them over 15 times. The D has been great. Last lap of the track when we come back from Scotiabank Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Toronto, last lap of the track. Raptors almost lapping the Pacers, 85-55. Lead by 30, biggest lead was 33, and Jack, they have done something, as we said, that's tough to do. Maintain their discipline and continue to play hard and consistent after establishing a big lead. They did a very nice job at that. And, and again, what was the word you used earlier, Jonesy, with the H? Habits. That's right. Yep. And yep. that's... And that's what it's all about. Good teams have those. And Indiana shows a little zone here against the Raptors right now to start the third quarter. Lowry, Hollis, Jefferson, Davis, Thomas, and Boucher for the white-shirted Raptors moving front court from right to left. Lowry, deep three, no good. Rebound, Rondé Hollis, Jefferson. Was kicking to Matt Thomas, who was poised, locked, and loaded to shoot. And then... Chris Boucher kind of ran into the path, and the ball sailed between the two of them. It was one of those, I got it, you take it. Yep, exactly. Indiana ball, front court. McDermott has it stolen by Lowry. Boucher jams it down on the breakaway layup. What a great play by Kyle Lowry. He just got in the grill of Doug McDermott, and he just ripped the ball from him on the right side. Those are the kind of plays, Jack, and we've got a foul on Matt Thomas holding Justin Holiday. Jack, those are the kind of plays that they break your spirit. You know, you're down 30, and you're trying to do something with the ball, and the guy just literally takes it out of your hands. That's Lowry, just a great competitor that he is, and uh, does a phenomenal job getting out in the open court. Indiana ball, 16 on the shot clock here, fourth quarter. Sabonis down low, floats it up and in. Little jump hook far side. Sabonis the all-star with nine. Indiana does not have a player in double figures, Jack. Hmm. Davis to Hollis Jefferson to Boucher, lays it up, no good. What great ball movement by the Raptors against the zone. It went from far side to near side into the middle to a cutter coming from the baseline. Flash cut that time by Hollis Jefferson to the dotted line, and then Boucher cuts along the left baseline, and a nice pass by Hollis Jefferson taking care of him. Boucher will shoot two. Makes the first free throw, 10-51 remaining. Fourth quarter, Raptors lead by 31, 88-57. Well, the Raptors, like I said, Jack, they got it going. There's Both free throws made by Boucher. Quick six points for him. He's 6-6 six and six tonight. He comes out and usually hits the score sheet. Sabonis floats it up far side, no good. Rebound Toronto. Still pushing up the court. Lowry to Davis. To Lowry, near side, wide open, three, no good. Rebound tipped up by Hollis Jefferson, no good. Toronto gets it. Thomas, three up top, good. 
Matt Thomas knocks it out. The crowd loves that. Raptors up 92-57. Matt Thomas is, I call him J.J. Redick Light Jack. He's got that kind of movement and I think shooting ability. He can really shoot. Hollis Jefferson to Boucher. Deep three. Good. Down the bottom of the well for Chris Boucher. Raptors. 11 of 31 tonight from three, 35%, and the ball moving 25 assists on 36 field goals. They're sharing the ball, getting great shots. Holiday to his brother, Aaron to Justin for three, knocks it down. 95 60 Toronto. The lead still comfortable with nine and a half to go in the game. Lowry to Davis, TD, catch, shoot, three, got it. That thing was clean in the bottom of the well. Davis now with 11. Raptors up 98-60. The lead, 38, biggest of the game, trending towards 40. 9.29 to go, fourth quarter. Toronto by 38. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball from Scotiabank Arena on TSN 10.50 Toronto. Toronto, 98-60, Raptors lead the Pacers by 38, and it has been a thorough beatdown by the Raptors. We were just talking about it. You might have heard some of our off-air conversation with our engineer, Christy Averroa. Maybe the Pacers could have used the Leafs practice goalies. I tell you what, he he did a great job for the Hurricanes last night. Man. Well, not, a lot, in, not a lot of happy hockey fans in town today after what happened last night, but only one game. The Leafs are in the hunt for a playoff spot and got to finish strong here. Well, the 9, Rap- 30, 9, 29, excuse me, remaining fourth quarter, and the Raptors lead by 38, 98-60 here in the fourth quarter. The Raptors are trying to finish strong. They've had a strong game, holding the Pacers to 31%. Terrence Davis out there with Thomas Boucher, Hollis Jefferson, and Stanley Johnson. Brings it front court, does Johnson to Thomas. Three in the air, no good. Rebound Sabonis. Front court comes Aaron Holiday to McDermott. Corner three, no good. Rebound Holiday. Gets it to Sabonis. Kicks to Justin Holiday. One dribble jumper, no good. Rebound, they say, stay here. Loose ball foul on Toronto. Side out of bounds for the Pacers. Stanley Johnson getting an opportunity to play. He has not seen a lot of time. Holiday. Aaron turns the corner, kick out. McDermott fires a three under duress. No good. That guy usually kills Toronto, Doug McDermott. He's only two of five tonight. Boucher catches the lob, was pushed out of bounds. It'll be a foul on Aaron Holiday. Non-shooting, 19 on the shot clock. Raptors will inbound the ball right side in their front court 834 remaining they lead by 38 here in the fourth quarter 98 60. all right jack let's go off script for a second here we'll keep you abreast of this game but it is a 38 point game with eight minutes to go 
How much of a measuring stick is Tuesday night, Jack, with Milwaukee? Oh, I think it's uh, since you haven't played them since the early part of the year. Beautiful move, Hollis Jefferson, right side. Raptors lead by 40, 160. Uh, I think it's a measuring stick for both teams this year, the one and two teams in the East, and you haven't seen each other. Sabonis shot blocked underneath by Boucher. Back comes Toronto. And, Jack, I think Nick Nurse might use it to experiment a little. Boucher, three up top, no good. Yeah, you haven't, you know, you haven't seen each other since, what was it, November 1st, if I'm not mistaken? Yep. So, on November 2nd, I, I don't have the date in front of me, but it was, if I recall correctly, like four, third, fourth, fifth game of the season. So, yes. you know, both teams have changed since then. So, Significantly, yeah. You know, I mean, is it a measuring stick like it's, uh, the, the, you know, for either team if you win or lose? No. But I think it's an opportunity to look at each other and kind of size each other up. And I guess that is a measuring stick. But my point is it's not the be-all, end-all game where things are going to dramatically shift in one night. But I think it's a good opportunity for both teams to really uh, get a sense of where they are and anytime you play the team right next to you in the standings that helps. Thomas steps into a long three, no good. Rebound, here come the Pacers. Seven and a half to go in the game. Sabonis drives and lays it in. Strong drive by Domas Sabonis. The Gonzaga man, teammate of Kevin Pangos at Gonzaga. I know the Pangos family is here from Holland Landing to chat with Domus after the game. He gets the rebound of the missed three ball from Terrence Davis. Here comes Sabonis to Aaron Holiday. Out there with Goga Bitaze. As Sabonis has a shot blocked by Boucher. Back comes Johnson. Floats it up. No good, but he's fouled. Jack Chris Boucher is a sneaky good shot blocker. Well, because you just don't think he can do it because, you know, you, you fall asleep on his size and he's so quick and he has long arms and he's got great timing on his shot blocking and he does a beautiful job saying to Mr. Sabonis, Stanley Johnson, free throw good. Well, don't bring don't bring water to the beach. Well, and you know the thing I like about Boucher, he's got a motor. He's got nine points, nine boards tonight. He comes to play. He's a, a guy with a lot of pride, and uh, he's there to compete. Stanley Johnson makes both free throws, 6.58 remaining. Fourth quarter, Raptors lead by 37, 102-65. Man, they, they have been absolutely super tonight. Sabonis to Bataze. Out to McDermott on the drive. The running layup got it right side near wing. Here comes Hollis Jefferson with the Raptors up, 102-67. Jack. I look at Milwaukee as the Raptors turn it over, and I say, this is basically the same team as last year, but they've got a little bit more experience. Aaron Holiday well, fouled on his drive to the you basket. Know, I've watched them a lot, and they've added depth. I mean, you got Kyle Korver. Uh, you got a healthy Dante DiVincenzo. To me, Jack, the key is still, can Giannis make those long to mid-range jumper when you wall him off and don't let him into the lane? But, you know, you add in Robin Lopez. Right, I mean, you know, uh, you, they, they don't have Brogdon, but this is a, it's a team with really good depth. Yes. Uh, George Hill's playing very, very well for them. Uh, they're a good team. They're a really good team. No question. And the Raptors are a really good team. So it should be a fun matchup on Tuesday night. Obviously, the Raptors 
Norm Powell, Marcus Gasol, Patrick McCaw haven't been available tonight, so we'll see how things go. I would imagine probably won't see Powell or Gasol, but you just want to keep it going. Terrence Davis with a drive into the lane, skipping through the lane blithely and lays it home. 104-69 Toronto. This is a fourth quarter score, by the way, folks. Yep, five minutes to go. Again, Sabonis shot. Boucher gets a piece of it. Here comes Stanley Johnson into the lane. Kicks it out to Davis up top. Drives right hand to the middle, top of the key. Gets it to Matt Thomas. Shot clock at eight. Down low to Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Squares on McDermott. Step back, jumper, got it. A frozen rope that melts in the hoop from Rondé. Timeout, Nate McMillan. Scrunches his face, looks at the score. It's 106-69, Toronto. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson has been great tonight for the Raptors. 13 points, four boards. Excuse me, 12 points and four boards and three assists. 529 remaining. Fourth quarter, Raptors lead by 37 106-69. Let's take a break from Scotiabank Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Toronto. Top of the stretch. 5.29 to go. Raptors leading 106-69 as they have been absolutely superlative here tonight, Jack, against the Pacers. Malcolm Miller, O'Shea Brissett out there with Stanley Johnson, Chris Boucher, and Matt Thomas to finish this game. Bitaze, McDermott, Justin and Aaron Holiday, and another guy named TJ on their team from UCLA, TJ Leaf. They got three TJs on this team. TJ Warren, TJ McConnell, and now we see TJ Leaf. Goga Bataze with the jam. The youngster out of Soviet Georgia dunks it down. Malcolm Miller off the floor, off the bench with a three for Toronto in the bottom of the well. 109-71. Justin Holiday three, no good. Rebound Boucher. Comes Toronto front court. Thomas against Holiday. The screen from Stanley Johnson works near side, pulls the trigger, knocks down a long two. I think he's been a good find, Jack, Matt Thomas, and I can't wait to see him out there doing his thing. Ball knocked away. Toronto has it out of bounds off Indiana. Well, you're looking at the Raptors' biggest lead of the night with 424 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Raptors lead by 40, 111-71. There is not a person that ever thought it would be like this tonight. Wow, Matt Thomas knocks down another three. And the Raptors are up 43 points to a good team. This Pacers team is 10 games over 500. They're the sixth seed in the East. And, and they came in 7-3 and three in their last 10 on the road. So Go figure. Great effort by Toronto tonight. Boucher with a save underneath. Just want to bottle some of it for Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. It's like baseball. You win a game 13-0. The next game, you lose 1-0. You can't get one. 
Well, you know, these two teams on Tuesday night will be defending like crazy, and both are capable of putting lots of points on the board. Leaf fouled down low by Milwaukee Bucks are Miller. first in the league in points, second in the league in field goal percentage. They're first in field goal percentage defense, and they're first in point differential. So needless to say, you're dealing with a team that does it on both ends. So you're going to have to play really well to win. Chris Boucher checks out nine points, 11 boards. And now Paul Watson checking in for the Raptors. Well, it has been... And a just fantastic as night. Just as importantly, a win tonight for the Raptors, and they go two and a half up on the Celtics. With the Celtics losing today to the Lakers, that always is a good thing. Stanley Johnson drives, blocked by Bataze, out of bounds into the Pacers bench. It'll stay Toronto ball. I can't remember the last game we've had. We've called so much garbage time so early on. I mean, it's Raptors have been in confirmed control the whole and night. And, Jack, what's impressive is they haven't let up. There hasn't been, like, a slip where Indiana's no. cut it to like I mean, 13 or something. Yeah, they've held them to 72 points. They've lost 17 turnovers. They've held them to 31%. The on-ball defense has been great. The off-ball, the help, the recovery, the rotations, the stunts, the multiple efforts, the blockouts. Raptors are plus 19 on the glass as well. Johnson three up top, no good. Rebound to Indiana. Alize Johnson into the ball game out of Missouri State. To the corner, UCLA's T.J. Leaf against Paul Watson. Drives, cut off, swing it to McDermott into the lane, finds Johnson blocked by Watson, and the bench gets up. No, no, no. Matt Thomas, three. Good. Bottom of the well. Paul Watson starts it with the block. Matt Thomas drops the three. 117-72 Toronto. Jack, I'm scrambling for highs and lows. Layup good from Aaron Holiday. Well, it's good these guys work so hard every day, the second unit guys, so opportunity for them to play a little bit, it's fun. Brissett drives, floats it up, blocked again by Bataze. The biggest differential for the Raptors uh, in terms of points, as I... Scan down the ledger. Matt Thomas, another three. Got it. Far side. Bangs it down. Toronto leading this by 46. Aaron Holiday with the drive. That's the largest lead they've had at any point in the season. Thomas, four of six from three. He's got 14 points in 13 minutes. In the lane, O'Shea Brissett is fouled he'll go to the line for two jack you make a great point those are guys that come to work every day yeah. the bench players it's and they nice for them tonight. yeah they they you know at some point they're the ones that are sharpening the starters so they get a chance and jonesy we haven't even mentioned it yet i just want to mention this the raptors obviously going to win this game they're going to be 42 and 15 27 games over 500 and it clinches the seventh straight year for the Raptors with a winning record. Just a tremendous run for the Raptors. And the Raptors will also continue to be one game above where they were a year ago 
and that's with Kawhi Leonard, with Danny Green, and with a healthy team. This year's team, without those two guys and without a lot of health, has managed to have just a remarkable run. And there's a lot of cool stuff setting up a big matchup Tuesday night against the Bucks. Minute and a half to go. The Raptors were down the stretch a long time ago. Indiana is still back somewhere in the back stretch. 122 to 76. Johnson underneath has it stripped. Here comes Paul Watson, newest Raptor out of Fresno State. Drives, what a find to O'Shea Brissett, who jams it down. And the bench is loving it. That was a great pass by Paul Watson. Great pass. One minute to go. Raptors going to win the season series against the Pacers after losing the first one in overtime in December. Holiday drives Aaron and lays it in. Under a minute to go. Thomas near side, fires a three and knocks it down. Matt Thomas splashing the well dry. 127-78. Bataze lays it in at the other end. 35 seconds to go. Both benches on the floor. There'll be no taking it easy. In the lane, Thomas pass, knocked away. Indiana has it. This will be their final trip of the ball game. And the foul is called. It goes on Matt Thomas. Well, Thomas with 17 tonight, Jack, off the bench. In 15 minutes. And the Raptors bench, how about the Raptor bench tonight? We haven't even mentioned this one. They have 60 points tonight. They've outscored the Pacer bench by 30. Wow. Crazy. Just just one of those crazy nights. And if you're a Raptor fan, an absolutely fun night tonight. It's a career-high 17 for Matt Thomas. And this will be it. 15 seconds to go. The Raptors will dribble out the clock. Stanley Johnson holding. The Toronto Raptors will win their ninth straight home game. They defeat the Indiana Pacers 127-81. to The Milwaukee Bucks come to town for a Tuesday night showdown at Scotiabank Arena. Toronto victorious here, 127-81. Well, just a remarkable effort tonight for the Raptors, and... Um, they go to 42 and 15 and great evening and now get ready to play the number one seed in the east the number one record in the nba the explosive and defensively sound milwaukee bucks should be a fun one on tuesday night here at the scotia bank arena yeah it should as stanley johnson comes over and Stanley congratulating Matt Thomas. My guy, I like to call him J.J. Redick Light. He is showing it today. Career high 17. Matt, felt like you and the whole team, for that matter, had a great rhythm tonight. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we knew this was going to be a big game. Um, obviously, Indiana is playing great this season. They played us tough uh, all, the, all three games that we had played them prior. 
Uh, so we knew we had to be focused and concentrated coming in this one. It was going to be a battle. And uh, we executed really well and knocked down shots. Matt, your bench tonight had 60 points. And you and I chatted about this a few weeks ago when you were banged up. How hard you work, and not only how hard you work, how hard the entire group of reserves on this team work. You go through your pregame rituals, gain speed. That helps when you hit the floor. Talk a little bit about that, how it helps you, and how it helps your teammates in general. Yeah, I mean, like you touched on, um, I feel like we have a very deep team. We have a lot of talent, and we've shown that all season. Uh, all of us are ready when our numbers are called. We're ready to come in and, and produce and do whatever the team needs to win. And um, just the pregame stuff you're talking about, uh, I always practice at game speed. Um, I think it's, I mean, it's pointless not to, you know what I mean? Uh, so when I go out there, I'm, I'm, I'm always working on shots that I'm going to take in the game. Matt, quickly, how big is Tuesday night's game with Milwaukee 1-2 in the conference right now? It's huge. I mean, obviously, everyone knows um, how tough that series was last season in the playoffs against Milwaukee. Uh, obviously, I wasn't here, but, you know, they got us early in the season at their place, and um, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere, I'm sure, and uh, we're all looking forward to it. Matt, great to have thanks, you. Matt. Great job tonight. We'll see you Tuesday night. Good luck. All right, thanks, guys. Matt Thomas with a career-high 17 points. He can stroke it. Hey, man, he was firing darts tonight, baby. And the Raptors get their ninth consecutive win at home. The last time they lost a game, I made a mortgage payment. It's been easily a month, Jack. January 12th, San Antonio beat them around there, 12th, 13th. And they've, they've run the table since. Well, and uh, they'll have the ultimate test on Tuesday night with the Bucks coming into town. And I'm sure... A lot of people the next 48 hours are going to be scrambling, trying to get their hands on tickets. Oh, yeah. And it's become a pretty hot ticket, even though it's only game 58 of the season coming up. You know, 57 down, 25 to go. Nonetheless, you always like to see the better teams and two of the best teams in the NBA play each other. So great effort tonight by the Raptors, complete effort, and uh, get ready again for Tuesday night. So that's it from here. Jim Taddy will take you home. The Raptors put it on the Indiana Pacers. They shake them down 127 to 81 for Chris Diavero and Jack Armstrong here on the floor. This has been Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Good night from Scotiabank Arena. This is Raptors game night. On TSN 1050, the Raptors live here. And this will be it. 15 seconds to go. The Raptors will dribble out the clock. Stanley Johnson holding. The Toronto Raptors will win their ninth straight home game. They defeat the Indiana Pacers 127 to 81. The Milwaukee Bucks come to town for a Tuesday night showdown at Scotiabank Arena. That is Paul Jones with the final call, 127-81, a complete blast by the Raptors. So many storylines. Jim Taddy with you until 9 o'clock. And at 9 o'clock, we're going to launch into the trade deadline preview show, the NHL trade deadline at 3 tomorrow. And we'll have uh, selected guests on to talk about what's going to happen and what has already happened today. But in the meantime, let's go over this feast of storylines 
An unbelievable performance by the Raptors. Just to show you how easy it was, it was 34-12 after a quarter. 22-point lead, 31-point lead at the half, 30-point lead after three quarters, and they win by 46 points. In the fourth quarter, they had 42 points. Every one of those points came from the bench. The bench had 18 points going into the fourth quarter, wound up with 60. That's a stunning, I mean, you know, on a nightly basis, you see out of the Raptors so many different things, so many different ways to participate in a victory. And this was the full look, to say the very least, a complete blast of a Pacers team. That is very good. Now, and Jack mentioned this during the broadcast. Couple that in with the Lakers, 114-112 win over Boston. And suddenly the Raptors have a two-and-a-half game lead over Boston in the battle to stay in second in the East Division with Milwaukee coming to town on Tuesday. I don't want to get ahead of myself uh, because everybody wants to see what happens there. But if the Raptors were to win that game, I think maybe you might uh, point towards the top. Uh, you know, obviously some work has to be done. There's a lot of games against Milwaukee the rest of the regular season, but this performance was so stunning tonight. And, and the uh, the evolution of this team in terms of positive storylines just keeps churning out. You keep waiting for, I don't know if waiting's the right word, but you keep wondering if, if it's going to stop, but it's not. It gets better and better by the game, and it's just a marvelous team to cover. 127-81. There's some great storylines in terms of individual performances i talked about the 42 points off the bench all 42 points in that fourth quarter so let's see who contributed what boucher had nine points tonight 17 minutes played two of four one of two from the outside all four from the stripe he had 11 rebounds just missed a double double two assists four blocks and nine points plus 12 in the evening watson came in towards the end four minutes and uh, he did not contribute a point but had a massive block to keep the Pacers where they belonged, which was down the far end of the scoreboard. And that got a round of applause. Hollis Jefferson, 20 minutes, 5 of 7 in total. 2 of 2 from the outside, or sorry, 2 of 2 from the from the line. Didn't have an outside shot. That's not his game. Three offensive rebounds, one defensive rebound for four, three assists, and he had 12 points. Johnson got into the game 9 minutes, and he uh, dropped a pair of points. Uh, Brissett got in uh, for 5 minutes, dropped 3. Matt Thomas, 15 minutes, 6 of 8, 5 of 7 from the outside. He had a rebound, an assist, and 17 points. And Davis, 24 minutes of action, 5 of 10, 3 of 6 from the outside, did not get to the stripe. Four defensive rebounds, one assist, one block, and 13 points. That is your bench contribution, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely stunning, 60 on the night the starters uh, had all their work really accomplished they didn't play much in the fourth quarter just a minute or two uh, siakam had 21 points so let's go through his line 30 minutes played eight of 12 one of four from the outside four or five from the stripe two defensive rebounds three assists a block and 21 points og 28 minutes three of seven uh missed both from the outside one of two from the stripe four rebounds two assists one steal and seven points Serge Ibaka had a double-double at halftime. He had nine points in the first quarter. 24 minutes, a 7-12, one of two from the outside, four offensive rebounds, 11 defensive for 15, an assist, a block, and 15 points, plus 25 in the night. Kyle Lowry, your other double-double star of the night, 32 minutes, 6-13, 3 of 8 from the outside, one from the stripe, one of one from the stripe, two offensive rebounds, five defensive rebounds for seven in total, 11 assists, five steals, a block, and 15, 16 points. And Freddie Van Vliet, steady Freddie, 26 minutes, 3 of 12, 2 of 9 from the outside. He had uh, three rebounds, three assists, two steals, and eight points. And that gets you to 127. 
the Pacers, it's really hard to explain. You have to remember, they defeated Milwaukee going into the All-Star break. And uh, this is 3-1 and one now. The Raptors win the season series, which uh, is a factor in case there's a tie break at some point. Uh, this is uh, uh, just not a Pacer-like performance. And before you get really negative about their shooting or lack of, they shot at 32%. Uh, from the outside, 24.2%. The Raptors' numbers were 51% overall, 386 from the outside. You have to understand how good that Raptors defense was. So I'm just going to take you through a couple of their players. Sabonis, 31 minutes, uh, 6 of 6, and uh, nothing from the outside, 14 points. T.J. Warren, 7 points. Brogdon, 9 points. The Holiday, uh, he had uh, 14 points. And uh, that would be Aaron Holiday. So, you know, the bottom line is uh, they didn't shoot well, but they didn't get uh, a lot of good, clean looks. The Raptors were absolutely dominant in this game don't know how else to say it uh i said the shooting percentages 127 to 81 as i look down there's a lot of stuff going on in the building it's uh, military appreciation night the armed forces uh, salute and uh, they are all on the court with a massive picture there were a lot of uh, service people in in the building tonight and, and certainly they were paid tribute to the armed forces people during the course of the game and were participating in some of the on-court festivities during the timeouts and there's just a massive collection of them uh, on the court with the the raptor mascot in front of them the nice picture being taken the leafs do this as well and it's just a, a nice look down there so plenty of stuff going on in the building right now uh, we'll hear from nick nurse very shortly this is tangerine raptors basketball on tsn 1050 and tsn 1050.ca Brogdon, deep three, no good, rebound Toronto, three on three, broken floor, Lowry all the way to the hoop, lay it up and in, and a foul, Kyle Lowry takes the two and says, my shopping's not done, I got a coupon for one more, that was a Kyle Lowry and one, it's the play of the game, brought to you by 241 Pizza, right now got a large quattro pizza with four toppings for only $13.99, plus add a wickedly awesome apple fritter, for 269, go to 241pizza.com. And again, as I look down on the floor, the, the massive picture has been taken. Uh, it's my way of telling you the postgame sound will be a little delayed because the entire Raptor playing roster, coaching staff, everybody got out in front of the uh, Canadian Armed Forces, all seated on the floor. It was a massive. I should have, you know, if we weren't coming out of commercial, I would have snapped a picture and sent it out, although I'm sure the Raptors' uh, Twitter account will send something out. Just a great picture. And, uh, you know, one by one as they came out, it took a little while to assemble everybody because there were people would look and, and see the player come out. Even even Marcus Hall in civvies comes out and everybody's uh, sort of talking to him. And just a great picture down there as they all sort of disperse now after the 127-81 victory by the Raptors over the visiting Pacers. And, you know, talk about a, a great night to celebrate. The game was never in doubt. I mean, how many times you see a basketball game with even a 20, 30-point lead and the other team comes back? But as I said earlier, 22, 31, 30, 46 were the deficits at the end of, of each quarter. So this was a uh, determined Raptors effort where they never, ever once took their foot off the gas. And, you know, I've, I've talked about this before when, when I've done football, but complementary football, um, offense, defense, special teams, and uh, we do talk about it in other sports. There's different versions of it. But complementary basketball for the Raptors, the way they play it, would be uh, everybody does their job when they're asked to do it, and it just builds into a very nice uh, sort of tidal wave of success. And tonight might be the best example of that. The starters, uh, halftime we were talking with Josh Luenberg about, even though there were nine guys on, it was really a tight seven-man rotation 
you know, because the seven guys were rotated. The starters obviously carried the ball in the first half, and, and as the game situation wore on and they didn't let down and the Pacers didn't find their way back into the game, it gave Coach Nick Nurse the luxury of then putting – different people in different spots and as i detailed before in the last section uh, last segment you know 42 points the raptors scored in that final quarter they all came from the bench and so you know people carrying the load matt thomas uh, davis has just been absolutely stunning an undrafted player so is thomas by the way uh, let's go downstairs here is nick nurse guys have played start to finish in a game in a long time do you think Ooh, probably yeah and i think yeah, flying and, and uh, executing the coverages, ball was popping, and then every single guy that went in there was was on, ready to go. The defensive stuff that guys are flying around, contested shots in the corners and doubling guys, like, is that hard to teach? How? Why is this team so good at it? Well, um, there's there's a I always say the defense is, starts with a lot of desire to do it. So there's a there's a big there's a big want to out of this group to play it right. And I think um, uh, then it becomes you know how connected can the guys all be? I, you know it's, it's hard to play if all five guys aren't doing it because it takes there's a lot of coverages and things. It takes a lot of connectivity between five guys. Third round pick. And just play hard and. They get some confidence. It builds momentum. You know, you start jarring a few loose, and you, energy keeps rolling, and, and you start making some good plays and tough shots, and, and confidence builds. I think Kyle had five steals today, and I think six straight double-doubles now. But, uh, I mean, is he as big a factor in, in that, that defensive effort focus as anyone else? Yeah, for sure. I think, again, you know, I say this a lot, his compete level, he's – I've never coached or seen anybody play as hard as this guy does in basketball. See, it's the ultimate compliment, and it rubs off on the other guys. And not only does he do it that way, he he plays it smart. He knows the coverages. He knows the opponents. He studies film. He gives his body up. Right, all those things kind of transfer to the other guys. I believe leadership. Right. Pascal had a few dishes to surge out of the post or the good right. Uh, you've been talking about getting yeah. the ball. Yeah. That, I mean, how much is he improved on that front? Yeah, I thought tonight he really was ready for him to to swarm him and come at him, and his timing was awesome, right? You know, sometimes you get caught in between your move, and you're not quite to your move, and then there's too many bodies there. Or, but he was just, you know, he was l- l- working to score, and when there's when the next person came, the timing of what he was doing was. Well, pretty good. Impeccable, really. How much of that is, like, not only him looking for it, but other guys, like, Serge knew when to cut, too. Like, you don't want to risk cramping the space in yeah. those situations. So is part of it just getting the other guys used to it? Well, that's, that's, like, a huge part of it, Eric. Like, the original spacing or finding the right spacing in general, right, to give them enough, enough room to go to work, and then reading where their help's coming from and, making the right reaction to that and then the timing of it it's tricky it's tricky it's not easy right it's it's uh, not easy to do but that's why we want to get more reps of it so how would you do the same sort of thing yep. if he had like three or four baseline touches, yep. that's the kind of offense you need for him that sort of opportunistic plays yeah yeah i mean i think um you know the there's there you know og's a decent shooter right he's a good shooter three-point shooter but you know, you're looking around. Are you going to let Kyle and Fred shoot? Probably not. You're going to stay closer to them. The way Serge is, you know, there, there's, and OG's a, a guy they're going to probably 
And if they say we can't handle Pascal one-on-one, you know, they're probably going to creep in or up off him a little bit. And, again, that's the same thing. I was, you know, the read that you make to just right as the guy moves up or moves over, boom, you're right behind him. And OG does it with explosiveness, great hands, and then up up to, for great finishes. Yeah, it's good. When you, you see your team kind of jump out like a 13 to one run immediately, did you, did you get the sense like, oh, it's going to be a hell of a night here? Um, well, I don't try not to. I mean, a lot of times that's fool's gold or games turn pretty quick. You know, a lot of times you start 14 to 2 and you end up 24 22 at the quarter or something like that. So you don't, don't get too carried away. You just kind of, it was, you know, that was one of those that it just kind of kept extending and there wasn't too many moments. It was one little lapse to start the second where we turned it over. There's a one little lapse to start the third where we didn't stop them for about three or four possessions, but then, but we answered a couple. And after that, there wasn't any. They were playing each possession about as just a, you know. There was some mis- there's some mistakes, but but I was going to be. But most of the time, it was hard playing mistakes. You talk about more reps for Pascal, and it's there watching it. But I mean, he doesn't lead the team in shot attempts, or he doesn't have more than his usual number of assists. Where does that show up? Just in usage, that number of times he has the ball. I don't think. Again, I think that. That um, the way, especially the way he's played tonight, he got off it early because they were coming early, and it wasn't necessarily to a dunk every time or a open three. It was it was out out to the surge cutting and surge out to the next pass or out to Kyle and Kyle swinging it to the next pass. So what is, he gets he gets nothing but a job well done, making the right play. It doesn't show up anywhere, but you could see him just moving it at the right times, and and uh, you know that's important because you know because usually if there's a help coming. The, the first next reaction is to take away the most obvious pass, right, which is from the guy that helped, you know, help the helper. So you, sometimes you do have to make the next play out of it, right? Your team does. Um, if, were there any carry, wouldn't there be any carryover to Tuesday night after this? Could be two things as a key team. 100%, Doug. Lots of it. 110% carryover. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think you ever, uh, you know, I always say each, each day, each game's different. Each one takes on its own life. We, we ought to, we ought to, you know, hopefully we'll come in with the physicality and defensive mindset. Because if you don't, you know, you've seen those guys play. Every game I watch them play is 32 to 12 at the end of one. Every single one, you know, 32, 22, it, like the, the closest. Um, so if you don't come out ready to go, you're going to be battling uphill, and you don't really want to battle uphill against them. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Paul had a couple nice late reads. Were you happy with how he stayed ready? Pardon me? Paul had a couple nice late reads. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought everybody was ready, right? And it was good to get everybody out there. It was good not to have to overuse uh, some of those guys. You know, got Freddie out of there and Pascal out of there and, Kyle out of there pretty early too, really. So it was nice to play him. Um, and I think, you know, there's a reason why most of those guys are here. Matt Thomas is a shooter, right? O'Shea is a good all-around player. They go out there. Stanley, Stanley looked good tonight. You know, he was running the team, playing deep, passing the ball, making quick decisions. And Rondé was awesome. Just one more on the box. Uh, you haven't seen them since up close since the second week or, or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, what have you liked about what they're doing out of the racking up wins? And does it, what does it mean for this group to get a test like that? Well, I think it's pretty good that we get to see him three times here late, Eric. Uh, I mean, I'm just, 
I don't know. I watch them play, and I, they win every game by 20 points. I don't know what to make of it other than they are just they're just nobody can even come close to them, right? I mean, I mean, most nights it's like it's like I don't know what their margin of win is. You know me, I'm not I'm not really reading all much of those stats and don't really care that much. But when I do watch them, it's boring. It's, you know, it's boring. I mean, they're really, really good. And the game, like I said, the games are over by halftime all the time. So and nobody ever really makes a threat. So it's they're really good. They they really got it going. They uh, they've got more depth than a year ago, more experience than a year ago, more size than a year ago. They they they've really got it going. So it'll be a uh, challenge, but we'll be we'll be okay either way it goes. Next game we'll be fine. Keep on keep on keeping on until we get to where we need to go. That is Nick Nurse uh, post game uh, just finishing up one twenty seven eighty one. Uh, when you go over the bench contribution, I mean, there's so many storylines, as I've said, and you can imagine, uh, after the first quarter, the bench had nine points. They got five in the second for 14 at the half, four in the third for 18, and then all 42 points the Raptors scored in the fourth quarter came from the bench. There's a lot of talk about Milwaukee, and because of the ease that the Raptors won this game on the scoreboard, I think a lot of us started to drift to Tuesday in Milwaukee here at Scotiabank Arena right away. Uh, and a lot of this is supported by the Boston loss to the Lakers, 114-112. So the Raptors have a two-and-a-half game lead over Boston in the race for second. And, you know, they have three games against the Bucks. The, the only time they played was uh, November 2nd, 115-105. The Bucks won that night. Uh, that dropped the Raptors to 4-2 and two on the regular season and you know what they've done since they're 42 and 15 now so let's do some quick math 38 and 13 since that night um, and obviously this is a, a big test for the raptors on tuesday night uh would legitimize really all the, the the things they've accomplished and there's just a long list uh nothing would really negate what they've accomplished but that would just sort of take it to the next level and, and i think you might recast you know how this team could finish but you know have to get there first so we look ahead to that. Uh, other great performances tonight. Uh, individually, we can go to Serge Ibaka, who I said had the double-double uh, at halftime, uh, finished with uh, 15 rebounds, an assist, a block, and 15 points. And here he is post-game.
feel more comfortable cutting around him now when he's in the post than you did? Uh, you know, I think you know some games I'm kind of hesitated, and uh, then you know the good thing about watching films is you learn from that. You know, so do what feels, and uh, coaches keep telling me, you know, uh, if your ties go, you have to go. So you know, I'm gonna keep working on that, keep watching tape, you know, to get better. Seeing your role on this team, you, know, yeah. you were an OG with the Scarf thing with Vaughn, and Terrence Davis credits you with being sort of the guy who's guiding him through his rookie season. How much responsibility do you feel, and do you like that that kind of, not really fatherly role, but leadership role? I think it's a, it's a job. As a vet, you know, that's our job, you know, because uh, when, I, when I was rookie too, I had guys in front of me, you know, uh, so the guy, guy like Perkins and uh, Drake Fisher, those guys, you know, even uh, you know Kevin Durant, even playing with also, you know, helped me a lot. So I think uh, you know it's my time to now, you know, to help those guys because we need them, you know, because I know the value of you know helping the young guys because like, we see one after us is playing great, he's helping us with injuries. So you know, just I'm just trying to do you know my job as a vet, you know, to help those guys because I know we're gonna need them, you know, and, and especially going and the playoffs. You like that role, though? Like, you, you, you seem to have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoy studying. You know, one of the good things about it, because those young guys, they really embrace, and, you, know, you know, everything I try to teach them, and, and it seems to me just make more fun and, and you know, keep, and keep doing that. That is Serge Ibaka postgame 127-81, the final score for the Raptors over the Pacers. Uh, when we come back, the out-of-town scoreboard, more postgame sound, and we'll set the table because at the top of the clock we're going to morph into trade deadline preview show for the NHL. And There's already a couple of deals that we can talk about as we get close to the 9 o'clock hour. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball, TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Lowry front court leads over on the bounce between the rings. Works left near side. Finds Siakam on the screen and roll. Pascal, fancy left-handed layup, banks it in, coming down Main Street. Mm. Difficult shot. Great usage in the left hand that time by Pascal Siakam. They were all in. There's no question about that. 127-81, the final score for the Raptors over to visiting Pacers. Raptors win the season series three games to one and over the last couple of weeks they played the Pacers three times and each game got better and this one absolutely just uh, blew off the end of the charts there with a 46 point victory for the Raptors. Siakam by the way at 21 our player of the game is Serge Ibaka who I said had the double double even at halftime and he had an industrious line 24 minutes 7 of 12 1 of 2 from the outside nothing from the stripe he had no shots there four offensive rebounds 11 defensive for 15 an assist a block plus 25 in the night, 15 points. He's the player of the game brought to you by 241 Pizza. Get a large three-topping pizza with their deep, cheesy garlic loaf for 19.99. Call 241. Oh, 241. So we were talking about the bench. The 42 points the Raptors got in the fourth quarter all came from the bench. This is a marvelous story. I mean, there's many in this particular game. But at the half, uh, from the bench, 14 points, eight from Davis and six from Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Boucher had played 514, and Matt Thomas had played 325. And by the end of the night, and that we called that a, a tight seven-man rotation, even though there were nine, but, but the other two didn't play much. By the end of the night, everybody, all 13 players, had contributed. And I'm going to go to the guy, Paul Watson, who did not score, the only Raptor who did not score. But check out his line. Four minutes played, uh, missed his only shot. It was from the outside, 
had a defensive rebound, had an assist, had a block that everybody saw. It was stunning. Plus four in the night, zero points. But this was, even even in the four minutes that Paul Watson played, noticeable out there. And this was, I, I don't know if you're ever going to see a box score like this where everybody makes a contribution. Thirteen guys hit the floor. Uh, the starters set the table, and the bench took over and absolutely drove this thing through the wall in the fourth quarter. Very, very impressive stuff. In terms of the standings, what does this mean? This is a big win for the Raptors against Milwaukee on Tuesday. They trail the Bucks by six and a half now. Remember, Milwaukee's playing 48 and 8, 857 ball. The Raptors 42 and 15 at 737. The Boston Celtics lost to the Lakers today, 114-112. Boston is nine back, so it's a two and a half game spread for the Raptors over the Celtics. Top of the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee 8-2 and their last 10, Toronto 9-1, and Boston 8-2. and That's how red hot and how competitive that is. The Pacers are the sixth seed uh, as we speak and look pretty well locked in there, although this would cost them an opportunity to creep very close to the 76ers. Uh, right now they are two games behind the Sixers. So not a lot going on in the NBA tonight, but we can tell you this, as we said earlier, Lakers 114-112 over Boston. LeBron James, 29 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. Jason Tatum had 41 points for Boston, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, The Nuggets have slipped by the T-Wolves, 128-116. And we know the score here. The other games are still going on. Bulls 97-83 over the Washington Wizards late in the third quarter. And uh, in the fourth, it is the Thunder 98-73 over the Spurs. Warriors early stages of 12-10 over the Pelicans and uh, getting set to start at the top of the hour. Pistons in Portland against the Trailblazers. Uh, A note here that at 9 o'clock, I'm going to keep going. We're going to switch subjects and talk about the NHL trade deadline, and we'll do that actually in about 25 seconds. I can tell you that Montreal has sent to Washington Ilya Kovalchuk for a third-round pick in this summer's draft. And I can tell you that Zach Bogosian, according to Darren Dreger, has signed on with the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, who the Leafs will play on Tuesday night. You'll hear that game right here on TSN 1050. So the final score here for the Raptors, 127-81, a dominant performance to say the least. Thanks for joining us at Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca.